for me. He said, open your show, baby. <laughs> your show. Your third episode of your hit podcast. Number one podcast. Keeping it beaut. Keeping it the fuck beaut. Keeping it the fuck beaut. Okay, I would like to welcome everybody to the number one podcast right yeah. now in music. <laughs> Keeping it beaut. That's right. Week three. Week fucking three. You've been in the seat as a host for three weeks straight. How do you feel? This is your house, so you're running this shit. How does it feel to be in that kind of position? You know, I'm excited. I'm nervous. Um, I have a what special you nervous guest. about every you know people's feelings, and then like I have a special guest today, ASAP Ferg. Hey. So it's like ASAP <gasps> Ferg is definitely in the building today. I think that you're amongst your peers, though. These are all people. If you think about it. When you interview somebody, that means that they are someone who's good at what they do, obviously, right? Yes. You're like, damn I, good I at what you I do. I definitely fucks with him as a person, like, so. But you're so in glad. the conversation with him as far as being a host who can interview him. I think that's something you should remember. You know what I'm saying? You are good enough to interview somebody who's that good at what they do. <laughs> I'm just so keeping it beaut. That's you know? it. <laughs> I'm just keeping it beaut for these bald headed, raggedy bitches, crusty and these crusty lip, lip hoes. So, you speaking know? of a bitch with hair, though. Because I heard this week you had something really special that you wanted to talk about. You found a black girl who did something really dope that I know you wanted to share with everybody. She did a sort of... Uh-huh, oh, Jess uh-huh, Brittany. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay, so I definitely wanted to share Jess Brittany's freestyle. I'm going to um play it for y'all in um this segment. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like she was so dope. I didn't know who she was. I seen mm-hmm. it on the shade room. Yeah. And you know, just that freestyle that she get, you know, did was so dope. And then when I actually went to go look to see who this is. Yeah. I just found her as like a dope artist and like I really, really like her style. Like, you know, and yeah. how she just shouted everybody out. What she was she just, freestyling about? She basically was freestyling about hip hop artists that's females. Like, you know, and oh, really? even some of them was like R and B artists. I think yeah. I heard a few. Like, you know, but she basically was just basically shouting out and giving, you know, showing love, but she was saying it like in her own little artistic way. Yeah. You know, each person and stuff like that. I really I listened to it out. and I thought it was dope. She she definitely um shined a spotlight on. Yeah, like and she's from Houston, Texas. There's yeah. a lot of people coming out of Houston, yeah, Texas, hell baby. Yeah, it is. Houston is like hot. Houston is hot right now. Have and, you been a Houston star? Um when I used to scam, I've been to Texas, <laughs> you know, but <laughs> I don't think I've been to Houston, okay, but, okay, okay. you know, Texas, Texas, I've been every state. What, every state, okay. <laughs> I've been in every state. I don't think I was in exactly Houston. I probably was in Austin, But you Texas, fucked with Texas. But I definitely was in Texas. Okay. It's hot as shit. Well, Texas is big, so it's enough of it to go and around. I, and I heard that she's on um, part of Love Hip, Love and Hip Hop. Yes, she yeah, actually Atlanta, was. Season yeah. seven? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know. She had orange hair. I remember she also and she was on the show. Um, Billboard charting songs. Really? Uh huh. I didn't know that about just Britney, but that's dope. Mm-hmm. I know she was. Fuck- she had a um, some sort of little deal with um, Maybach Music. She was fucking with uh, Rick Ross and them on the music tip a little bit. She For did real, a, said, I, yeah. I read that she was signed to Cash Money. She probably is now. Mm, no, she was said that show. was. I don't think she is anymore. Well, that may have been where she had landed. But Uh-oh. she did a she did a little reality show that Rick Ross had. So she's been getting a couple looks here lately. She got something. So shout out to just Brittany. And I actually saw that freestyle. That shit was dope. Shout out to Lizzo too. She just um hit number one. Number one. Yep. In the Billboard chart. Yep. Shout out the fuck out to mm-hmm. Lizzo. Word who can shake her ass and play the yes. flute. And she's the sixth female to do this. Who like else the sixth is up female there? rapper to do this. To be at the top of the high one hundred. Um, the other people are yes, to mm-hmm. hit number one. Uh-huh. It's Lauren Hill, Little Kim, Iggy okay. Azalea, Cardi B, and Shauna. Dope. I always <laughs> you know, forget that. Cardi um, B, right? <laughs> Shout out to my fucking friend. I always forget that Shauna has that because she did a feature on that Ludacris song, right? 
that, I, I believe know. that's what she had. A, um, that's what she got on the list for. But that's dope to have that sort of, of accolade on your 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 list of things that you've done. Can you believe that um, the motherfucker is suing Popeyes for <laughs> running out of chicken wait, sandwiches? Wait, I heard about this shit. So. And then I read today that motherfuckers um pulled, pulled a gun, gun out. Yeah. Yes, I'm not gonna hold you. I tried it. I'm not going to jail for it. But it was good. But <laughs> it I ain't was, going it to was jail good, for but it. it wasn't like the way I guess I had my like hopes up so high because mm-hmm. everybody kept talking about they gassed it. it. Yes, so it was good, but it wasn't like, oh my God, I gotta get one all the time. Every single time I go to Popeyes, I have to get a chicken sandwich. Yeah. Maybe because I didn't eat the spicy one too. Well, and I mine, definitely and didn't mine's, get the spicy one. Mine's wasn't missing pickles. And I, I heard pickles. Pick, I, heard pickles I hate was, pickles. But I like pickles, and I heard pickles was supposed to be on it because when I researched the ingredients, yeah, 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 <laughs> it was they supposed to be mayo thing, and like pickles. Pickles on a chicken sandwich. Yes, but it that was supposed to be. No, it's. It, I think that it needs the pickles. Okay, because I'm and definitely I think the pickles, not getting none. I think the pickles would have hit it for me, and that for me, been it. I think that. But I love that it was so juicy. Yeah, you. You it took was the so, fucking yes, words out of my was mouth. So That's juicy. what makes it so good. It's the bread was so good, and it's seasoned like regular Popeyes. I didn't get that. I didn't get spicy. I got no, the regular. I, I got regular too, but I yeah. didn't get the season. It didn't taste like regular Popeyes to you? It did to me. It tastes like know. the same shit they put on the chicken. No, it didn't taste like the fried chicken I be getting. Oh, well, you got to go. Which one did you go to? I went to the one in Brooklyn on Utica Avenue. <laughs> we'll go back. I don't think they me. have any more, ain't it? Like sold yeah, out to September? Wait. That's why these niggas been pulling guns and shit. It's not that serious to go to jail for no fucking Popeyes. A, chi- a damn chicken I'm not gonna, sandwich. I don't care what it is from Popeyes. Like <laughs> I'm not waiting in no long line for a fucking yeah, I didn't, chicken sandwich. I, it wasn't no line either. Like It was just like me Music going right. Go I just, yeah, yeah, and I was just like, oh, do you have it? And they was like, yeah, we have. I'm like, oh, okay, let me get two. Yeah. And I, I liked gave one, it. I, I mean, it was Alex. good. I get it. Like The shit was really good, but I ain't finna whoop nobody ass over no chicken sandwich. That's crazy. I just want to remind everybody, you know, every Wednesday it drops at 8 a.m. Remember to rate, keeping it beaut. You feel me? My podcast, keeping it beaut. Your what podcast? My number one. You better talk your shit, Star <laughs> This your house. I be, tr- I be trying not to because you know how I be humble. You be trying to keep I'm it beaut, trying, but you Yeah, know. I'm trying to keep it beaut and, and, you know, not be, you know, too cocky because I'm cocky on the regular. So I'm trying to, you know, remain a little, like, you know, a little humble. But, you know, mm-hmm. don't get a bitch started. What are you most excited about, about having a hit podcast like this? What do you want to do with this? Like, what 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 are you excited about? Um, I'm excited and nervous mm-hmm. about just letting people know me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just letting y'all know me, letting everybody know what I've been through, how I feel about certain things. Just me. Like, you know, like, instead of you thinking about me or knowing what I, like, you're going to know. You're not going to think. Straight from your Yeah, mouth. you're going to straight know. Like, okay, this is how she might feel. This is the type of person she is. I feel like a lot of people look at my Instagram or hear about me from others and they assume mm-hmm. who I am. So it's like, fuck assuming. Now you're going to personally know and hate me or love me for at least knowing me instead yeah. of just hearing something out of somebody's mouth. So I feel like that's what I'm most excited about. Um... I guess meeting different people that I never met before. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like besides ASAP Ferg, because I, I know him, mm-hmm. people that I never met that, you know, would probably after a while want to come and stop by. And, yeah, you know, yeah, I get yeah. the opportunity to pick their brains. Or people that so, fuck with your vibe. I know you're the type of person who pays attention to energy and you can tell off rip how a person is when they when you encounter them the first yeah, time. Yeah, and I could tell off rip if I like you or not. Immediately. I could just look at you and tell. So so even like, <laughs> you're making me laugh because I'm thinking about shit. But anyway, so. <laughs> so Anyway. I could just look at a raggy <laughs> bitch and be like, yeah, this is not the bitch for me. <laughs> no, but you you have a chance, I think, to just introduce 
so many people to like your vibe and your energy and encourage people to move that way. I think that's a huge opportunity and shit. It's it's huge, but it's also scary too because I know I did so much. Even though I don't regret it, I did so much fucked up shit and so yeah. much crazy shit in my life that when people be like, "Oh, you know, you're an influence," or you know, like people's looking up to you, I'd be like, "I don't want them to." Yeah. Like I'd be so scared for somebody to look up to me. Like yeah. you know, don't, like don't look up to me. Look up you to you can't fight that though. Look up and to somebody else why. who's better than me. You don't can't look fight up to that me though because it's about something that appeals to people. And this is why it's so important to have the kind of. In- this is why I even wanted to talk about this because I think people need to be clear on like your intention with this show right you have a chance to tell people introduce people to your perspective give them a first-hand view on like your voice on things including and especially your story but you also can see how much love you get in the streets from women and guys but especially women black women who are like yo you so real finally somebody's voice who we can relate to finally somebody who we can get something from so you're not just sharing your stories it, and telling people it, what happened be, to you for it'd be nothing nerve wracking though it does be nervous you feel pressure from that i don't feel pressure but I don't feel pressure, but I do be feeling nervous sometimes because I feel like I did a lot of sh- shit in the streets. Like, you understand? Yeah. I did a lot of shit, and I don't feel like anything that I'm doing now, any good that I'm doing now, erases the bad that I did. But you know, why on do my you past. feel like you have to erase that? No, I I don't feel I have to erase okay. it. So I want everybody to feel like don't just because I'm doing good, don't don't and I'm you know I'm trying to be out here and I'm doing yeah, good things. Don't get I don't you want you, don't up. get me fucked up and think yeah. that oh hell I'm trying to erase my past or oh I want you to feel like only look at the new. No, I don't give a fuck about that. But I be nervous because it's like I don't know when my past is gonna hit me. It's gonna hit me. You understand? So I just be anybody who comes up to me, I just like approach me from the front. Please don't approach me from the back. <laughs> you understand? Come we talked to me, about that. What did come you say happened? Did somebody front. like where were you? Didn't somebody like I was in tap school. you on your? Yes, I was in oh, the school. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. in the school with um with my manager Alex, and I didn't know it was a little kid, but it was a little kid, and she came from the back and she tapped me from the back, mm-hmm. and my first reaction was oh to fight. You understand? Snuff but then look. it's like, but then I realized like oh shit, this is like a little kid, but it's like you know you can't think I can't think like that. Why don't but you then say I also she gonna have learn to in school today. <laughs> goddamn it! I, I also <laughs> gotta think like that because it's like she's a little kid. She's not gonna know to approach you to the front. So it's like I just be feeling like I just always want people to know like I'm still a human being. You know I don't feel I'm a celebrity. Have some type of respect. Don't come to me from the back. Come to me from the front. Don't just pull out your phone and put it in my face. Because if you sue me, you ain't getting nothing. I'm poor. You feel me? Like, <laughs> I has no money for you. So I don't what give do a fuck about that suicide. What do you think the biggest difference shit. in your past and your future is, though? Because it's two different eras of star brim, right? I feel now um, in my future that I'm more calm than mm-hmm. I was before. And um, I'm more assertive. Like, okay. you understand? If, and that's of, a good thing. Clear uh, yeah. that shit up. It's I'm, a good I'm thing for black women to be assertive. Yeah, like, my homegirl, she's locked up. Shout out to her, Free Night and Jerry. Okay. But she tells me all the time, like, the one thing that she respects from me, even when we was in jail, is that I'm assertive. And I was like, what you mean by assertive? She's like, basically, like, I, my tone don't get higher. It doesn't get lower. I just, I put it like it is. Like, you You're understand? Direct. I'm just direct with it. Yeah. And it is what it is. Wherever you want to take it, we can take it. But I'm not going to sit there and just, you know, get crazy or make you bring me out of character. I feel like I'm more, you know, I'm more calm now. I'm very calm. So where did to, that come from? Because it I came don't, from jail. But I don't think that you were the opposite of calm for the sake of like being sensational or you know stirring shit up, I feel I just, like you were reacting more. I just, I just more. feel like more. I was more of a um, a defensive person. I was right. an argumentative person. Like you understand, I'm gonna defend myself. I'm gonna argue 
I don't in give a response fuck. to yeah, something. Yeah, in response to something. Yeah, yeah like somebody yeah. has to say something to me that rubs me the wrong way, and I'm gonna argue with you. I'm gonna sit there and t- don't. You see how they be like, oh yeah, if they bark, they don't bite. Bitch, I do both. I'm gonna bark <laughs> and I'm gonna fucking bite. Like you understand? You don't so fuck <laughs> okay. is you talk about? But I feel like you mind if I drink Hennessy? Go ahead, pour it up, baby. Thank you. Just, I know you don't just, drink. Just for you. Just I know for you. You don't drink. So I'm gonna <laughs> drink for both of us. But go ahead. Though. So I'm two sorry. shots. <laughs> but um. I feel like jail, I guess since I had the opportunity not to have a phone, that I learned I can't to not defend myself. You understand? I learned. Was that easy or hard for you? Because people have a hard time not responding to shit out here. It was hard when I was in jail because the outside world. So my friends and my family that's coming to me telling me, oh, yeah, you know, this bitch said this on your Instagram. This bitch said that. This bitch said this. It's like, bitch. Stop telling me what the fuck is going on out there because I can't jail like that. I can't focus on the outside while I'm in the inside. Only thing I can focus on is the inside while I'm in here. I cannot sit here and, you know, just, what am I going to do? You going you gonna to change clothes with me so I can escape and, you, you know, handle my up. business? Yeah. Like, you feel me? There's nothing I could do. So after a while, learning, like, how not to respond, it made me such a better person. Like, that's one thing that I definitely give credit for. Like, you know, like, eventually I got a phone in. But eventually I got one. But for the couple of months that I was in Danbury Camp in um, Connecticut, I didn't have no phone, and actually, it made me really, really calm. And then I had a friend um, named Star, actually. What a yes. name. What a we name. Call, we call each other, like, cookies and cream, because when uh. we was in jail, I was she's light-skinned, so she was the cream, and I was okay. the cookie. Okay. And she used to always tell me, like, yo, like, stop feeling like you need to defend yourself, because at the end of the day, like, do you know what type of person you are? You're like, you're so kind, you're so giving. Like, I never knew that. She said that she used to look at me on Instagram and just be like, yo, this bitch is crazy. She popping up at bitches' houses. She's telling bitches pop out, drop their location. She going crazy until she was locked up with me. That's when she got to know me. And she was like, "She's it's crazy because it's a different type of person than what she would have expected from seeing on the gram because I'm I'm so loving, I'm so giving. Like, Absolutely. But just don't fuck with me. Like, Absolutely. you understand? But I'm so loving, I'm so giving. So she was just like, I never would have expected that. She said, fuck how people feel. Like, you know, like, get over explaining yourself. You don't got to explain yourself. You don't got to defend yourself. You don't got to do none of that. And when by her keep saying that to me, and it's like, you know, it just stuck with me. And it's and like, it you know what? You're absolutely you. right. Yeah. Like, I don't have to. And now I don't. Like, of course, you know, I respond a little here and there funny-wise, but yeah. it doesn't make me upset when I'm doing it. I always add something <laughs> in it to make, to make it like a funny cat. Yes, like, I don't I don't ever, like, when I do respond to people, it's like in a funny way, like, just to brush it off, but it's never, I'm never upset. Like, I don't get mad no more off of comments at all. Before... <laughs> That shit Fuck used to piss. Comments. Like, comments. Don't nobody care that about shit that used shit. To, that shit used to get me so upset, but now it's like in in the long run, these same bitches that's probably putting this, when they see me, want to get next to me. Like you understand? So, <laughs> so, so what's the real stance here? Also, I think that was great advice that in Jerry, right? Yes, in Jerry. I think that was great advice that in Jerry gave you that you can certainly apply to your position. Wait, you talking about no, I think that was Star. The oh, one star, that got yeah, Star. Sorry, star. Yes. Star, exactly. And Jerry told me I'm assertive. Star right. is the one star. that gives me well, that advice. Well, you know what? Actually, both of those cases <laughs> apply to your position now. As the host of a show, you have literally a platform, right, mm-hmm. where there's an opportunity for people to kind of offer some sort of commentary on what they feel your performance is. So you're going to get that. I think also you're going to see people just having something to say about you even being in that position in the first place. But both of those things, you being assertive and you not really giving a fuck about what people have to say, will put you in a more yeah, comfortable position like here. My only competition is last year. There you go. Like, you know, like, I don't have no competition. Like, my only competition is myself and myself from last year. And honestly, I'm doing really fucking good because last year I was in a jail cell. You understand? So, 
that's my only competition. Nothing else is my competition in this Why world. Why do you think women have such a hard time with that, though, as far as, like, competition amongst females in whatever arena they're in? Why do you think it's so hard for women not to play into the competitive shit? Because a lot of times it's not even you. It's people um, talking shit, creating some sort of, like, energy. Honestly, I feel like it's out of fear. Mm-hmm. Not fear of me. Like, I don't feel like, oh, yeah, these girls are scared of me. I feel like a lot of girls are fearful of what people might say about mm-hmm. them. So for them to see me not caring and saying what I want to say, doing what I want to say, they want to be that type of person. So they're fearful. So out of fear, they're just going to sit there and say something negative or something mean, you know? Because, like, it's like like I said before, I remember when I wasn't around that and I wasn't dressing or thought people were still calling me a hoe. So it was like, what's the point? I might as well do it. Like, you feel me? I might as well be thottish. I feel like nobody can't judge me. Like, it is what it is. Like, I, everything I do, I, I do it for a reason. How can you help other women be fearless like that, especially it's when hard. it comes to style? It's really, really hard to be fearless with anything, period. Like, I even tell people, like, I remember one day I had put out, like, yeah, I had two abortions. Yeah. And so many girls hit me in my mind you when I said that so many girls was underneath it like oh are you why would you kill a kid but then those same girls went to was, the DM was in my DM yep. saying like oh my god I respect you so much for saying that because I went through the same thing but I'm just so scared of what people might think I don't give a fuck what people might think because me doing those was the best things that ever I ever did in my life like what, you understand so why why do you because feel like I that? feel like think about it I would have been like think about it if I would have had those two kids or even that one kid or something like that. I'm stuck in jail now worrying about my kids. When oh, At least man. when I did my jail time, I don't have to worry about nothing. I, my kids is not left nowhere with nobody. You understand? It's just me. Yeah, I don't have I to totally worry about that. It. Times when I was living out my car for two months. Yeah. I'd have been living out my car for two months and with two babies. And feeling that. Feeling and with that, two yeah. kids. Not only do I have to worry about feeding myself, I have to worry about feeding them too. Let me ask you something. And pampering them too. Let me ask you, this is really great, too, because I think this is something that a lot of people overlook, the maternal instinct as far as, like, women who have had to do time. I just feel like... When you met mothers in jail and shit, did they they talk about feeling like they were... I had people when I came home that when they was going in, they was like, yo, do you think my kid is going to love me? Wow. I said, yes. Your kid, like, it's certain questions that I do answer. Like, you know, I read everything. Certain things I just don't feel like being bothered. But I read everything. There was a lady and she wrote me and was like, oh, I got to go in soon. Like, I don't know how to tell, like, tell my daughter. I said, listen, she's seven years old. Let her know what it is. Like, you understand? Don't hide yeah. it from her. Tell her what it is because if she's coming to see you, she's going to see federal potential, like, federal facility. You She'll understand? She's going to know that this is, that this these is, is a jail. Yeah, 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 these are jail. Like, this is a fucking jail. This is a prison. A prison. You're shit. in prison. The guards have guns. You understand? And then when you call, it's going to say, this is calls from a federal detention center or this calls from a federal facility. She's going to put two and two together. You understand? That's a, Kids big, that's smart. a big thing that a lot of parents struggle with. So you think the best move when you're a parent that's going away is, is to, to be honest? It's to be honest. Because all the way day, around. All the way around. I was yeah. wrong. I did something that I wasn't supposed to do. And now I have to face the consequences and, you know, be in jail. Because at the end of the day, it's going to teach your kid also that sh- anybody could do wrong, including your mom and dad. You understand? People try to put up the, as a parent, like, oh, you know, like they never did nothing wrong or yeah. like they're just like the best parent to their kids and stuff like that. But sometimes you have to let your kids know you're a human. So you did make a mistake and there's consequences so that they know if I make a mistake, I'm going to be in jail like mommy or I'm going to be in jail like daddy. Like, you understand? Or not only daddy's the one that's getting locked up, mommy could get locked up too. What do you think parents can do? Because I assume, I, number one, I don't have any kids and number two, I've never done a bid, right? But I assume that parents feel something. What do you think parents can do to alleviate their children from any sort of shame that might come from their parents being incarcerated? Like, 
What do you think that conversation needs to be from a parent to a child about the fact that they're about to enter that experience? You know, honestly, I don't think I can answer that question because mm-hmm. I'm not a parent yet. Yeah. And I don't know, ex- like, all the way how it feels to be a mom. But you, yeah. I'm sure you but, know what you would say to someone who you felt like you had that sort of care or concern for. Fuck being a parent. What do you say to people that, to your loved ones when you're about to go away? And what is it that you wanted, like, when you, before you went away, what was the one thing that you wanted all the people that you loved and fuck with to understand? <laughs> what was it? I was getting to that bag and I got to go in. Like, So you wanted like, them to more to be more clear about, like, like my Okay, so, like, my, my parents know what I was doing. Yeah. You understand? Like, I don't hide no secrets for anything. Yeah. They know everything about me. So they knew why I was going in. And at yeah. the end of the day, they, you understand, of course, they're sad. I'm leaving them. Like, you understand? But, but they understand they're gonna, they're that could have been a they, consequence. Yeah, they know yeah. that there's a consequence behind everything. So it depends because there's a lot of people who's out here who's hiding things from their loved ones who don't know move, right? don't know what they're doing out here. So now when it's time for them to go to jail, it's like, wait a minute, you were selling drugs? Wait a minute, you you was you was toting guns? Like, how? When? Like, you understand? These parents don't know. Uh, people, kids don't know and stuff like that. My parents knew. So it's a different type of scenario. But back to the question where you said, like, um, mm-hmm. the people, like the parents that's in there, yeah. it's hard for them. because and you saw that. So, I seen it firsthand yeah. because some of them is kids, right? So say if your kid is, like, 12, 13 years old or 14 years old, they can't come personally, come see them, come see you on your own. They can't come see you. They can't just put money on your books. Minors, they, yeah. like, so they have to have permission from somebody else. Whoever you left them with or whoever they're with has to be the one that's in control of them. You're no longer in control of your kid. You no longer could chastise your kid in a way. Like I, It's like I done seen parents like, oh, what are you doing? You can't be doing that. Like yelling at their kid over the phone. And it's like. Them kids don't give a them fuck. Them kids don't give a fuck. You're not there. Yeah. Like you understand. And what are you going to do to them? You can't beat them. What are you going to do? Like you understand. So it's like a hard situation. But I know that there's a lot of mothers who feel like, oh, yeah, is my kid going to love me still? Yes. Like You just made a mistake. There's nothing my mom and my dad could do for me to stop loving them. Yeah. Like, I, like you understand, like, they have to really, like, disown me to the 10th power for me to feel like, you know what? All right, they disown me. Like, you know? But even then, I so feel like I'm going like to love bit. them. Yeah, because yeah. it's like they done so much for me. If they, dis- if they disown me, I had to do something. Plus, I always looked at people like this. I know a girls who done did 10 years, 15 years. I know girls who's never coming home, ever. They never coming home. And they at least have one person. If you're in jail or even in the streets and you don't have one person you could call, it's not them, it's you. It's something you're doing wrong. What did you do to fuck up all those relationships? To burn all those bridges. And, and yes, and what did you... See, it's like this. Even with me, I had a situation where, you know, I was sleeping out my car and stuff like that. I had a people I could call, but it was my pride that fucked me up for me not calling my mother or me not calling my father, my aunts, my cousins, my sisters. Like, you know, it was me. It was my pride. It wasn't you, nobody you, I couldn't so, call. So would you do... So today, you know what I'm saying? Because things change literally day to day. Mm-hmm. Would you do things the same way today, or would you take advantage of some of those relationships uh, and, and ask for the help that you literally needed? No, you wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would do it all over again. Okay. It it made me super stronger, and it made me get over the relationship that I was in, like faster. You know, if I had that 
people to comfort me. Net. Yeah, that safety yeah. net. I don't think I would have got over it. Like you understand yeah. completely. I would have been shielded. You know, I would have been shielded. You I would have been in my. I would have been on my mom t- tits. <laughs> and you know, I would have been on my mom tits. So it's just like I'd have just been like, okay, I'm good, I'm safe. But for me, knowing like, okay, no, bitch, you don't know when is the next time you're gonna eat. You don't know where you're gonna live. It made me grind harder. Like mm-hmm. I grind so much harder when my back is against the wall. Like I always feel like I grind harder when I'm not in a relationship. Also, like you understand, that's how some people is. They grind harder when they're not with somebody because it's like. I got to get to it. I got to get to it. Like, is all on it, it's all on me. Like, you understand? Like, I don't know if this nigga going to pay half. I don't know. You know what's... So I got to get it. So, so it's a lot like, of people have trouble with that that space, though, right? Because it gets tricky. You, it's it's kind of almost like a fight or flight type thing. And to me, that comes back to your instinct and, like, who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. So have you always been the type of person who, when it came to fight or flight, you were about to fight? Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah, like I always, I, I I always been that person. When it, when it comes time to that decision, I'm always gonna choose to yeah, fight. Yeah, I'm always gonna choose to fight. At least I Win, have a chance. Draw. Yeah, at least I have a chance at coming out on the good end of things. If you give up, I just it's like, like you know for a fact that it's yeah. like you just took the losing time. But like you know. But I also and I think it's 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 important that we share that that's not easy for everybody to do. You know how important mental health is, and a lot of people can't always choose the option of of mustering up the strength to fight so like what is it i know it comes natural for you but like how do you is there anything you feel like you could share with the the thousands and thousands of women that are listening to this that can encourage them to like be strong in that moment when you got to make a decision you know okay so give me a scenario you give me one like when is the last time you felt like fight or flight decision wise (sighs) Like, I'm going to decide to be mentally strong. Let's talk about that shit when you were locked down and the motherfuckers were starving you and shit and you decided to be strong enough to fuck the instinct of wanting to eat this shit. You were determined only to eat things that you knew were safe, which meant that you would only eat things that you could peel, which made your options few. Mm -hmm. Most bitches would have folded and ate whatever. I don't think anybody would have said it ain't something that they see as You don't think you would have, but the motherfuckers spitting that food for a reason because other motherfuckers weren't strong enough not to eat that. You, that's, that's a thing. Okay, that's so a one thing. thing that happened, and just to be clear, because I, I've been hearing that there's a lot of bitches who be like, oh, she never went through that in jail. I was there with her. You How was you there. How you with somebody in the, in the, in the hall? That's what, I just want to <laughs> make this clear, that this was in the box in FDC Philly. You feel me? When this part take, this didn't happen in the other facilities that I was in. This was FDC Philly for y'all bullheaded bitches that got my name in y'all mouth. You literally you said fight, the box. Pop out. So um, the box, in the box, um... I think first thing first was my pride. Okay. My pride was like, y'all not going to do this to me. Like, you feel me? Because I know for a fact, y'all want to even talk to me or even be able to sit next to me in the street. (laughs) You feel me? So y'all not going to do this to me. That's one thing. I think it was really like my pride. Also, um, I always feel like people feel they have rights in jail. Mm -hmm. You have no rights in jail. I don't know if y'all can hear me. You have no rights. Rights in jail Stripped at of all. Everything. You know how people be like, "Oh, well, I have rights." No, you have no rights. You're a fucking inmate. You feel me? And or you're a convict. Whatever you are, that's what you are. Like you understand? Like you're you have no rights. And the people who come see you have no rights. Mm. Your visitors have no rights. They're gonna tell your visitors when to sit, where to sit, what to wear, what to eat, when to leave, when to come in. You understand? They're gonna they have no rights. People, you have so, no rights, so. and the visitors have no rights. That's one thing you have to understand and be clear. I don't give a fuck if a if a CEO is cursing out your mom. You have no rights. And then on top of it, I felt like I had no rights. I felt like 
I did my crime. I wasn't wrongly convicted. You understand? They what they said I did, I fucking did you that shit. You ain't even tripping on that part. I did that shit. Yeah. So it's like I couldn't I just everything to me was just funny in the box. Like it was really funny because it's like Y'all mad. You understand? The only the only way for you to physically, as a human being, spit in somebody else's food and give it to them is out of upsetness. Like, you're upset. Think about it. I upset you and I don't even know you. Yeah. I upset you. I never even had a conversation with you. Yeah. I upset you because of who my fucking friends are that don't even know you, who never heard of you, would never meet you. Mm-hmm. It was funny to me. At the end of the day, I'm not going to die. And I don't have life. I'm coming home, boo-boo. And I'm going to come home and live my best fucking life. So that's just how my mental was. Like, you know, like, I'm coming home. I'm going to live my best life. If I got to live on a banana a day, that's what the fuck I'm going to do. I used to eat half of it in the morning, half in the lunch, you know, and just hoping. Because, you know, sometimes they could have gave me an apple for lunch. I'm not eating that apple. You probably fucking rub that shit in between your butt cheeks. I don't fucking know. Like, you feel me? I'm not yeah. eating that apple. Anything I can't peel, I'm not eating. you didn't even have water to wash it. Sometimes. Sometimes I have water. But it was a time... It was two times that they cut off my water. Mm-hmm. But other than that's because I was popping mad shit. You know, like, okay, okay. I was popping mad shit. I was t- cursing them out. They was bozos. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Y'all motherfuckers is broke. So they felt like, all right, bitch, well, you ain't going to drink for some days. Yeah, then you ain't yeah. going to shower since we broke. And I guess we they bozos. said, if we thirsty, we all finna be yeah, thirsty. Yeah, like, you understand? Yeah. They, I, I know why they did it. Like, you feel me? They did it because I was cursing that ass out. Not saying that that's a right reason to do it, but I know why the fuck they did it. It's okay, though. They could suck my dick. Okay. I, well, wish I, just, I, I wish I remember their names so I could like each tell each of them to suck my dick. I wish you could too because you know if it's any way they listening, they are. I just remember one of them I used to call country. And he was so mad that he went, he was in the um the army at one point in time and then had to work as a um a CO. And I, I remember him. Why'd you call him country star? Because his accent was country. Yeah, it was country as fuck. <laughs> and then it was another. It was a bitch that I used to call Mariah Lynn. Why? Because she looked like Mariah Lynn. Uh-huh. And she used to try to act black. Uh-huh. So I used to be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> she reminded me of Mariah Lynn. But Mariah Lynn was like, it's so much prettier than her. Okay. But just like because she was skinny, short, uh-huh. the same type of hair, eyes, and everything like that. And one day I called her in. And she was like, who's that? I'm going to Google it. Right. Bitch, how the fuck you don't know who that is? Like, you know, like, you, you? live under <laughs> you live under a rock? Like, how the fuck you don't know who Mariah Lynn is? Like, so who else? Um... I just remember, I don't even remember their motherfucking names because I didn't want to talk to them. Like, you understand, yeah. there's nothing to talk about, like, at all. Like, the most I used to be like is, could I get a book? Like, you know, but then as my mom used to send me books, so when I, I used to get books in the mail all the time. So, okay. so they never fucked, did they fuck with your mail ever? They didn't fuck with my mail in FDC Philly, but they definitely fucked with my mail in um, Danbury. Damn, I wish I remember the motherfucker's name. My jail mom remembers that motherfucker name. But they definitely fucked with my mail and Danbury, my calls. You know, used to hang up my calls anytime they heard me on the phone with certain friends like um like Lala, Anthony, or Remy Ma, or mm-hmm. Cardi B. They'd hang up. Like, they'd hang up right in the middle. And I used to piss me off because now I got to wait a whole nother 15 minutes. You understand? And sometimes, just like... What a lot of people don't realize sometimes Cardi does can't speak to what y'all what she's speaking about to me to other people. You understand? Like, yeah, yeah, like she wants to only speak to me, or Remy wants to only speak to me about this certain situation. So it's like, why the fuck would y'all hang up knowing that we're discussing something mad important that y'all nosy asses is listening to anyway? Right there. Y'all listening to the conversations anyway, so just listen to that shit. They used to even steal her number and call her from their own phones. Like weirdo shit. Like Very really weird, weird weirdo shit. Like how you stealing people numbers? Yikes. One day, one day, one of the um the person who t- like teaches GED, mm-hmm. um, 
he wanted me to send in like send in my diploma and I'm like well it's verified like it's been verified with you know the BOP and the PO and everything is verified he gave me a hard time I had to have my mom go to the Board of Education everything get crazy just to send my diploma to him right cool so I don't have to take GED classes yeah why once this motherfucker finds out oh Cardi's my friend the motherfucker's gonna sit there and be like, oh, well, could you have her come up here and speak? To no, fuck you and fuck these bitches that's graduating. I don't give a fuck about them or you. I'm in jail. Fuck jail. Fuck this prison system. You just gave me a hard time. Now, because you found out who my friend is, you need a favor from me? Right. Hug these nuts, like boo boo. Like that shit didn't just happen. Hug these nuts, boo boo. I was like, get the fuck out of here, suck my dick and hug my nuts with your stupid ass toupee. And you know what the nigga said? Oh, it's. It's okay when Beyonce wears one. I swear what? to God, he tried to come for Beyonce. I wanted to fight him. I wanted to take his head off. Like Beyonce doesn't even wear a toupee, dickhead. That's really weird. And he drove like just... a car that was from like, like the Batmobile or something. Like it was like so old and like it looked like the Batmobile. So he was just weird all the way around. He was a fucking weirdo that yeah. wore a toupee and thought that just because. My friend is my friend. I was gonna sit there and ask her to come speak to these. I don't give a fuck about these bitches. Would never ask. I'm in jail I don't by myself. Be here. Why would I ask somebody to come up I'm here? I'm in jail by myself. I tell that all the time. I'm in jail by my fucking self. I did yeah. my crime by myself. I'm in jail by myself. I have no co-defendants. I have no fucking friends in here. I'm here dolly. So okay, because I just feel like we can keep talking about this shit forever. But I just love hearing your insight about like time that you spend on lock. You know what I'm saying? You know what I wanted to really talk about? What? Okay, so I call people bums a lot, right? Okay. And I think people be getting it misconstrued when I'm calling somebody a bum. I'm not even talking about their money. Oh, so we I get a bum definition today. Yo, listen, I hate people to have a bum way of thinking. So what's the official definition um, of being a bum? It's so. not even, I don't really have a definition, but I just hate people who have a bum mentality. What's like, a you bum know, mentality? Like, like a person that you see... Just doesn't recognize... Like, I'm like what's really a bum? Give me a, give me an example of some bum behavior, bum bitch behavior, bum nigga behavior. Give me an example. What is it that you hate the most? When is the last time somebody was acting bum? I wish you would have asked me to give you this because it's gonna take me a minute to think of you it. Got, you got you got all the like, shit. Like damn, like it's gonna take me a minute to think of it. But it's like for instance, you could have money in your pocket yeah. but have a bum way of thinking. Like you yeah. know, you just wanna steal this or. Yeah. You just want to act like this. Like, why are you act? Why are you shit. acting rowdy and like, oh, like just rat shit, bum shit. Like, just, like a bum. Like, you know, like just I don't even like I, somebody like, who ain't got shit to lose. It's just like you just. I just feel like some people just be having a bum way of thinking, and yeah. I hate a bum way of thinking. Like, I don't give a fuck how much money you got. Like, you're just a bum. Like, just the thoughts that come to your head is like, only bums think like that. Yeah. Only bums move like that. Like, why are you moving like that? Get your life. Together. Yeah. Yeah. I hate bum ways of thinking too. So what made you want to speak on that this week? You wanted to clear that up for people who didn't understand what you meant when you said that shit. No, I just was thinking about, you know, bums. <laughs> I just was thinking about bums and I was just like, <laughs> these bitches is bums. Right. And it's not even about the way, like, okay, for instance, I feel like a bum way of thinking is relying on a nigga. Mm. Like, you understand? Like, don't get me wrong. I feel like if I'm with you, motherfucker you better pay for this this and this but i'm never gonna rely my my stomach is never gonna be hungry waiting on you so you're like, specifically you talking about in relationships like relationships being relying and depending on I, somebody I, I had a friend that when we went somewhere she didn't want to go into the club until some niggas came that was gonna pay for us to get in are you dumb i'm not waiting no hour outside 
just so that people could pay for you know us to get it. That's a bum way of thinking. Like that's some bum shit. Or yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with these with these niggas because I know they're gonna pay for it. I don't think like that because at the end of the day, I got mine's boo boo. Like you feel me? Like I just hate a. Bu- <laughs> yeah, you you gonna be hungry because I ain't gonna starve over here. Like you welling. Like I don't rely on no nigga for nothing. Uh, I don't rely on no bitch. For, just a bum way of thinking. Like. Like, for instance, like how I said, I don't know if I mentioned it before. Like, for instance, if, like, with Cardi, mm-hmm. everybody feels like I'm obligated to her money. How? How am I? That's a bum way of thinking to feel that you I'm just obligated said her money. to her money with, that she made on her own that shows that she did songs that she recorded. You understand? Yeah, I didn't write them the shit. Fuck. However, that's her, shit. that's her money. How? And it's like, okay, so since I'm getting my own bag, is a problem, but guess what? If I was touching her bag, it would be a problem also. Oh, I'm a I'm a worthless friend. I'm a gold digger. I'm only after Cardi's money, but because I'm doing what I got to do, regardless of what it is, because I ain't selling pussy. So regardless <laughs> of what I'm doing to get my bread, what is it? What's the problem? That's a bum way of thinking for me to feel like I'm entitled to somebody else's. I think people are really intrigued by the fact that you're best friends with a superstar. I think people are intrigued by that, and I think that they show it in really weird ways. It's so crazy. I used to, I used to want to say that I'm not her friend. Yeah, I, I just, told to, her, just I told to shut her, it down. I told her that, yo, I really wanted to go on Instagram and like have an argument with each other <laughs> and act like we're not friends. Wouldn't nobody just, believe that shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, y'all niggas would have started laughing halfway through. Anyway. Just so we can sit there and, have, and you know be like we're not friends, just so people could like relax, leave me alone. Like yeah. you understand? Like I don't even look at her as that much of a superstar. Like, that's still my friend. You feel me? She doesn't act no different. She just got a really cool job. Yes, even Remy Ma doesn't act no different. Lala doesn't act no different. They I don't think act no is, different. And I the think, thing is, why is that the only friend that y'all mentioned that I, I have in the industry? I have a whole lot of friends. I also think, And I though, didn't meet them from Cardi. It says a lot that speaks to your former point about having not, rather, I should say, having a bum bitch mentality, right? You surround yourself around people who are clearly themselves you know what i'm saying and who have showed enough ambition and drive to arrive at certain points of success and the fact that you have multiple because let's keep it real like a lot of people don't have friends who are famous a lot of people don't have friends who are celebrities and it don't mean shit to you it don't mean shit to me i just but feel like they, it's, it's they're bums like for you to think that because you have a friend who's a millionaire that she's supposed to buy you a Porsche or a Benz or a Bentley. It don't or, work like you're that. You're a bum. Yeah. You're a bum, bitch. Like, get your own. Like, but what are you I, talking about? I, I like, why do you feel like because she has that much, she has to do? I have my own. Why would she need to? Always have. But I, like, I, I think I think that it speaks, though, the fact that you have more than one friend who's successful in that way, in a way where people would assume that they owe you something. You get what I'm saying? The fact that you have multiple people in your life who have had those sort of accomplishments, mm-hmm. it kind of speaks to how you look at yourself and the rooms and spaces, the positions that you even view yourself in, which speaks to not having a bum bitch mentality. You're not Toes even thinking, you, you don't move that way. Yeah, like, you know I don't I'm know, saying? like, I don't feel like That's I'm why they to feel anything. so comfortable being in a close friendship with you because they're clear with, on your intention. Yo, bro, I was with Remy the other, I was with Remy yesterday, right? Yeah, shout out and to Remy Ma. Yes, shout out to Remy Ma. I was with my Remy Ma yesterday. My favorite Remy Ma song is She's Gone off the first album. <laughs> I was with Remy Ma, my cousin. <laughs> 
you know, like, sidebar. Listen, so everybody, ahead, they think y'all niggas. Yes, is they twins. think we're really related. Stop. Yes, yes, yes. We, I tell her about it all the time. They th- First of all, I don't know why people think that when I mentioned, I didn't even know her, and she was putting money in my books and was the first person that ever put money in my books. Yeah. But you know, whatever. If that's what y'all, y'all say. Look, they think listen, y'all look alike. I do and y'all feel do. we do have certain features. Like we do look alike when it comes to features. I, I do call her my twin. So you know, um, for everybody who feels like we're cousins or we're related, fuck it. You know, since y'all are always right. <laughs> fuck it, yeah. And y'all y'all are never wrong. <laughs> take that one take, too. Take yeah. that. You feel me in. Run with it. We are definitely cousins. <laughs> fuck that. Right. I, so you I, was with I, her? I want to make sure I get some cousin benefits. <laughs> but um, I was with her and we stopped at like Home Goods. And then we stopped at like... um. I love Home Goods. We stopped Cyber. at Wingstop. I don't give a fuck. Shout out to this bum ass bitch that was working in Wingstop on Pelman Bay. This was, yo, it got us so aggy. Me and Remy was so fucking aggy. The bitch was filling up the ice machine, and she literally took her hand, her bare hand, and swiped some of the ice that was on top of the machine machine. into the machine. So not only was it dirty from the top of the machine, but it was dirty from your hand because all you were doing all day is collecting money, and money is dirty. You understand? And then you wonder why bitches be getting bum bumps. They get bum bumps from eating this ice. You weren't supposed to touch that ice that I got to drink out of. What the fuck is wrong with you? We didn't get the ice, and we cursed her out, and we told the manager. You understand? So we didn't get the ice, but the thing is the simple fact that even with the food, I'm trying to pay her back for buying my Wingstop wings. And she's looking at me like, bitch, are you dumb? Like, we argue over things yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, me and all my friends, I don't give a fuck if you have money. I have money, too. Yeah, you got more, but so fucking what? I got yeah. more ass. Like, you understand? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? So what? Like, you know, like, okay, you got this, but I got more of this. Like, yeah. you know, like, it doesn't matter. It's no competition. I feel like my only competition is myself. Like, But you're not friends with these people because of their, their no, resources. No, I don't give a fuck about what you got. And yeah. I feel like maybe I be, I be telling my manager, like, yo, maybe I done fucked up. Because there's a lot of celebrities that I done cursed the fuck out. Maybe I done ruined my chances. I ain't never think I was going to be in some any type of industry yeah. or doing a podcast. So I didn't feel I ever needed y'all motherfuckers. So fuck you. Hug my nuts. Suck but dick. But the thing like, is, Star, you don't need them for this either. And no, I, think I definitely don't need them. But That's it would be, your advantage because people want you. Yeah, I don't, that's need, what makes I don't, I don't show, need them, but I would want them probably. And it's like now I probably can't. Not the ones you cussed out. I How cussed out that? some good ones. I'm sorry. I say I'm sorry. I was going through something. I was on my period. You know, you gotta blame everything on your period as a girl. I was on my period. Can't nobody argue with a period. <laughs> Listen, I was on my fucking period. I was PMSing. I was bleeding like a bitch. I'm a lie. Like you feel me? If I gotta die, I'm a lie. Like it is what it is. But I dead, I dead cursed out a lot of good ones. So speaking of friends, right on on to lighter things. So speaking of friends, your best friend Cardi performed at Made in America this past weekend, <gasps> oh right? Okay, so let me tell you. I about saw this. y'all lamping <laughs> backstage let me and tell on you the about stage. This. Yeah. When I went to jail, Cardi was just becoming popular in okay. a way. So I never seen her perform in like a big crowd. Wait, like so that. this was your first this time? This was my being, first oh, time seeing her perform in a crowd like this. When I say That's so dope, my pussy was so wet it was dripping to my <laughs> ass crack. Like I was so happy for her. Like yes. my nipples was, you know, hard. Jolly I was Ranchers. Just, oh, jo- yo, listen, <laughs> I was so happy for her because it's like she's really performing. Like you know, not only is she just rapping, she's actually performing. She's being an artist. She's giving a show. Yeah, she's dancing. She's choreographers. Yeah. Like you understand? Um, she like she has a whole bunch dances behind I remember just it was two little dancers that couldn't even really dance like that before like you know we was doing these little 
audiences are probably like 100 people, 200 people. The max I probably seen, the max probably was like 400. Yeah. I never seen something like this. And to see everybody like live and direct, you know, shine the camera lights on their phone. Yeah. Oh, my God. It that's was weird. so that's like unreal, fucking right? beautiful. And then for her to like, she's a dancer, but not a dancer. Mm-hmm. So for her to learn these dance moves, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, shit. Okay, friend. I remember when she performed, um, was it Press? I think it was Press. She had, yeah, because her and Offset did Cloud and then she did Press. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what award ceremony was, but it was recent. Maybe it was the BET. I award. think it was the BET. Yeah, but they both um, had elements of choreography in their performance. Yes. And as rappers, that's kind of rare. So it was really dope Wait, that they thought about that. Was I in jail? <laughs> <laughs> I know she performed a good no 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 I wasn't in jail for that you one was I was I was that. out for that one but it was another performance that mm-hmm. she performed and I think it was the BET Awards where she had, where the, she had the black outfit and the wings came up yes, yes 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 I think that was that the was that the Grammys it was something important I think that was the Grammys and I think she was singing that money. was the Grammys yeah that was money was, at the yes. Grammys listen let me yeah. tell you I mind you I got out the box for. After four months, they let me out the box. I was out the box for two weeks before mm-hmm. I ended up getting into something else and getting back shipped to the box for the last month. I was on top of the tables downstairs Rooting watching for this your shit. Friend. Yo, so what? So I what? Like- what a full circle moment to then be on, yes, stage, on stage watching, watching her and seeing the love. Like just it's just a simple fact of seeing how much really like how much people really loves her and it's like yo like that's she, amazing. Listen, I'm not gonna even hold you. I don't give a fuck how anybody feel because you you know how I feel about people feeling like you can't dick ride your friends. Yeah. I'm the biggest dick rider when it comes to my friends. Yeah. Nobody in this world that I know deserves that more than her. Damn. Nobody and I know in this world that I done seen cry and be hurt and be taken advantage. I've been taken advantage of. She's been taken advantage of. 10 times as much as me. Yeah. You understand? By relationships, by family, by friends, yeah. by loved ones. You know, like, so it's like, nah, like, she deserves that shit. Like, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Like, I'm so taking her. So I'm taking her army down yeah. with my friend. Like, you got me fucked up. Nobody deserves that more than her. Like, I was so happy, especially because her security, me and him, was real cool. He took me to the front. Yeah. So I was able to see her from the front view. Dope. And it was I wanted to run out the end, be like press, 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 press. <laughs> you know, like I wanted to dance out there too, like, but I was dancing on the side. But even seeing her climb up, yeah, I was nervous. I, I was saw like, that oh, shit. Yeah, my friend. Oh my god. Yeah, and she got up there and wore yes. press out. Yes. But I also saw, you know, naturally people who are fans of Cardi B, they understand that that's, that you guys are best friends. So they were really happy to see you too. Yeah, like when I was I saw um, you getting love, boo. I was nervous. I was scared as fuck. I ran. I ran. I seen you in there all I, white. I, listen, yeah, but uh-huh. I ran. I ran. I ran to Alex. I was like, listen, who were all white to a My manager, Alex, is like my comfort zone. Like you know, like I gotta run under her. Like oh, hide me, get me, save me. <laughs> so I came out and mm-hmm. I was coming out because the um. The choreographer was showing me, like, oh, we could stand here mm-hmm. and we could be able to see her, but we're not going to be able to see her until, like, her third song. And I'm like, her third song? No, I'm I want to see her. Yeah, shit. I don't want to yeah. wait until the third song to be able to see my friend. Like, yeah. you know? So I was walking on the bottom half, on a bo- like, towards, like, where we were supposed to go stand to see if we could see her or not. And the whole crowd just started yelling out, star, star, yes. number ah, ah. Superstar nerd- brim, nigga. Yeah. But I'd be <laughs> nervous as fuck, though, too, because... 
I know that I be having like the craziest faces on. Like, you know, so it's like I don't be wanting people to snap pictures with me and my face probably be like, you know, like I be having the nervous face and I call it my monkey face. Your monkey face. Yes, I call it my monkey face because I feel like I look like a little monkey. You don't, first of all. I do look like a little monkey. I have the monkey face. You I'm going to show, I'm like gonna no show damn you the monkey. pictures I don't later fuck what you talking of the about. little, I look like a chimp. I you look like not. Curious George. No, you don't. And I fuck with Curious George. <laughs> he a real nigga. You know what I'm saying? Because he I just fuck, wanted to know. Listen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He I just fuck, wanted to know. Listen, I fucks. Listen, I fucks with him, but I look like him sometimes. You I'm don't. Not gonna lie. I don't even want to so hear look, that shit. Look, look, look at this face. No, that's I'm not. The face. First of all, that ain't even that's how you look. You're making that. <laughs> but I make that face, and that's the face people catch, especially when I'm chewing gum. And oh, you got yeah. that gum face where you like. Yeah, and your lips you. are stuck right there. I feel you. I oh totally my get God. it. I, I totally listen. get it. But you don't look like that, and I think people like the fact that you smile. That's why they'd be like, stop. I was, just, I, was, I was just super, super nervous, but I was super happy for her because she deserves that shit. And I was excited to see her because this is my first time actually seeing, you know, her live in front of all this audience. Did y'all have a moment after she finished performing where you was like, girl, like you did that yeah, shit? Yeah, okay, so she was so nervous. Everybody yeah. doesn't know that she's she was nervous. So mm -hmm. she kept saying, oh my God, I'm so scared. I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. And I'm like, girl, you got this. Don't worry mm -hmm. about it. Like she always says she's nervous. It could be a hundred people. And, and she's like, nervous I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Time. Yeah, she'd be like, I'm so scared. I'm so scared. What about they don't like me and it's like what like I don't think anybody knows like her like she doesn't know her stardom yet like yeah. I feel like she doesn't know that she's a celebrity she doesn't yeah. realize it like she doesn't realize that bitch you're loved like there's a yeah. lot of people who fucks with Worldwide you in this shit. world she doesn't get it yet that is a whole bunch of people you don't get it she, either but we're gonna, talk, we gonna she's, work listen, on it she sees so much probably negative that she doesn't watch the positive that she doesn't realize like yo it's a lot of people who Same. fucks with you Shut up. That's why y'all best friends. Y'all got that shit in common. Fucks with you. Like, you're bugging the fuck out. So when she got off, I got in the car and I'm like, yo, bitch, you killed it. Yeah. She's like, oh, I did. I did. I'm like, yes, bitch, you did. Like, you killed it. You just fucking killed it. Like, you did your fucking thing, bitch. Yeah. Tell me you love me. Tell me you love That's me. That's a huge like, friendship moment, though. And the fact that you was home, I know she was probably really excited to have you there. Yeah, you know what like, I'm saying? I was just, I was. For them moments. You I helped her be excited. comfortable. I was more excited for her. Like, I was just like, yo, like, because, you know, she's she's been doing this where she's a whole, you know, arenas and stuff. I haven't seen it. So it was my first time seeing a big crowd. And I was just like, yo, like, she's really putting on a show. Like, I'm not used to the dancing. I'm not used to, you know, her really performing and, you know, singing. Yeah. Like, yeah, she yeah, just be yeah, singing. Yeah, like, yeah, and she, yeah. could, she has a good voice. Yeah. She has a good singing voice. So just singing and stuff like that, I'm definitely not used to this at all. But I'm so proud of her. I'm so proud her. of her, too. And I think it's dope and that you got that. I know you went out there. Yeah, and you yeah, went out yeah. there Sunday. And you went out there with the good day. Because <laughs> the only artist that was popping on Saturday was Cardi's. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. That's headline the only line of shit. That's that, that. Listen, she was the headline. That she was the only person that I felt like I wanted to see. But on Sunday, it was the baby. It was Lizzo. It was Megan. Yeah, yeah, Meg Thee Stallion. Travis Scott. Travis Scott. It was so much people that is like, yo. Yeah. They had to put my friend on that on a Saturday because she made that day by herself. By she her day. That space. She, yeah, because. The next day is lit as fuck. Made in America is a dope festival. You know what? Like you right. It was a hell of a lineup on you, Sunday. You know the first time. We met Beyonce and Jay Z was at Made in America. Yeah, a couple and years yes, ago. Yes, like, yeah. and I wasn't supposed to record because the security was like, "Don't record, don't record." But you know, I'm a real bitch, brim shit, and I'm a real fucking friend, brim shit. So I was recording on the motherfucking low. You ain't brim gonna tell shit. me not to record my motherfucking friend meeting Beyonce. You got me fucked up. Yep. I'm gonna need her to remember this for the rest of her life. So everybody's like, "No recording, no recording." So the whole time I'm there, still recording. So when we get in the car, I pass the phone to her, like, "Look." 
She's like, oh my God, how did you get it? And I'm like, yeah, bitch, I'm a real bitch. That's Word. why, you know what I'm saying? But that love was real because I remember seeing pictures of them having that exchange. Yes. You could see it on both their faces. Like, First of all, for them to come all the way to that stage, mm-hmm. was, which it wasn't the biggest stage at that time. You mm-hmm. know, this is when she was mm-hmm. just starting mm-hmm. out. And for them to come, and I remember Beyonce like, yo, like, you're going to make it. That's exactly what she said. She was like, you're going to make it. You're going to make wow. it real far. And like, they... Beyonce and Jay-Z came personally to watch her. Just like I heard they came to see Lizzo perform. Yeah. You understand? Like they side personally, line. yeah, sign line. They personally came on the side backstage and was watching Cardi like they just watched Lizzo. Like it's like that That's one right of the things we love. love about Beyonce and Jay-Z though. Yes, you know what I'm they saying? just they so humble connected. and real and you know her birthday is coming up in a couple of days too. Yes. Yeah, She's a Virgo, right? Word up. My my father's birthday is coming up. Virgo. I like Virgos though. Happy birthday to your dad then. Yes, happy birthday to my dad. So in other celebrity news, because you know we gotta touch on that shit just a little bit. And then we're gonna get to something I think is really <sighs> exciting. You which is your new segment. No, I'm definitely not talking about R. Kelly. Oh, I want us to talk about R. Kelly. You, you, we can. We, you, <laughs> we can talk about R. Kelly if you want to. Okay, so R. Kelly is asking to be placed in general population after originally requesting to be in solitary confinement. He tired of being alone. Duh. No, 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 no. He's tired of that fucking the way they treat you in there. You only Uh-oh. get him one shower Uh-oh. every three days. Uh, we know he likes showers. <laughs> Clear and go. Like, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> he, I knew, I knew. It was going to get to him because at the yeah. end of the day, you get no contact. You get no phone calls. You get one phone call a month for 15 minutes. You know, he a can't month. read, too, so he probably don't even know which numbers he to dial. He can't read? No. Literally. That's, I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, he can't read. You're lying. I'm not. So how does how does he play? Wait, so he just plays the piano and he doesn't, like, he you never know, you, been, can, you can be taught by ear. You know what I'm saying? There's different ways that you can understand without so reading So he never wrote none of his songs out, even cannot, when he writes he, for he, people? He cannot read, and he has difficulty reading and writing. So he sometimes you can understand the words without, you know, having the ability to be literate. To, of course, to, of course. Yeah, I just yeah. never knew that R. Kelly couldn't read yeah. or write or you anything learn a like lot. that. Every, I, I found that out recently, too, as, the, you know, the things have been coming out with the different yeah. investigations and charges and shit. But he can't read and write. But I knew he wasn't going to be able to make it because I know in there, like, that's rough. Like, you understand, especially for a guy like him, you can't get no snacks. You can't get none of that. Like, so I knew, like. In addition to the fact that there were underage girls involved, and I know you could probably tell me more about this, but I know that in jail, amongst, like, jail culture, when you fuck with kids, oh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, it's lit like, for your ass. Yeah. Like, you're just, even for the females, but the thing is, too, it's scary because you could be hit with a hate crime, you know? So in the, in the men's facility, they not telling as much, but in the female facility, if you smack a chomo, which we call, we call it, that's, we call chomos, we call them chomos, yeah, the yeah, girls yeah. who, you know, touch little kids or yeah. have any type of sex crimes with kids and stuff like that, <clears throat> they will run and tell. Like, you understand? And when they run and tell, it's like, damn, you could be hit with a whole nother crime, which is a hate crime. That's a whole nother felony. Yeah. You know, but in the guy's facility, they don't tell that much. And even in the girls, you're still going to get fucked up. You're still going to get picked on. Like, you understand? Somebody so, going to take that. Yeah, you know, somebody's like, going to sit there and do that because they have kids or it might affect them in a certain way. They probably have kids who've been touched or kids that been touched while they were sitting in there. Like, you understand? Honestly, if I'm, like if I'm in jail for five years or ten years and I found out that my kid got touched out there or something like that, I'm going to always have some type of hatred for people who touch kids. Absolutely. So, like... <laughs> and just on a level of humanity... Let that man go to general pop. You heard? So He going to be all right. I think it's important, too, especially, and you can speak to this more as being somebody who was away, like that shows the humanity and and the morality of people who are locked down. You know what I'm saying? Just because you're facing a bid or you're dealing with a consequence of some choice you made, it don't mean you're inhumane and you don't yeah, have like general you still morals have, and shit. Yeah, yeah. You, still, you definitely still have morals. You stuff, Like, you're still a human being. Yeah. Like, you understand? I don't think there's anybody in this world. 
I don't give a fuck what color you are. You could be purple. Um, that haven't did something wrong. They just didn't get caught. You understand? Maybe you wasn't doing something wrong more than once. You know, you probably did it just one time, but everybody has done something wrong. Like, it's not one human being who hasn't did something that they know they I'm not supposed to do. Like, come on now. Like, and, and I think that also there's a lot of people who literally have a feeling in their bodies when they hear about kids being fucked with or compromised yeah, in like any me, way. Yeah, like me, I'm the type of person I... I don't even talk. I could have beef with you. I would never talk about your kid. No, like I don't. I'm not. Innocent. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not the kid type of person to be talking about kids and involving kids. I talk about the way you comb her hair. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I will talk about your daughter's hair in the oh back. Oh my god! But you know what I'm saying? No. As far as like violating a kid, that come on, like yeah, I don't talk about people's kids. Like it's a huge, remember, it's I told a, you, I feel like only people who I don't feel, I feel nobody should be locked up except for people who touch kids, mm-hmm. people who rape people, and serial killers and Republicans. And Republicans, <laughs> but besides those, those are the only people that I feel should be in jail. Other than that, I don't feel you know like I, don't, I personally. That's just my opinion. I don't feel a person who killed the person should be in jail, or you know people who do like sell drugs. I don't. I don't feel that way. But feel I do. Like there's feel, alternatives. Yes, I definitely don't feel that people who are like I, I just don't feel that way. Especially because it's so much other ways. They say that when you come home, you're supposed to go into like programs and stuff to you know readapt and get yourself back into society, yeah. and that's a lie. They don't have those for us. They didn't put me in no program. The only thing that I have to do is go to a mental health evaluation every week because judge ordered it. And it has nothing to do with rehabilitation. You understand? Yeah. It has nothing to do with trying to get me back into society. It has nothing. Into society. It has nothing to, I, I remember when I first, because I like working. I like mm-hmm. a job. I want to have a job. And you I remember. You work right now. <laughs> yes, you know, but I like having a job. Like, yeah. you know, like I wanted a job when I first came home. So I always had a job and scammed at the same time. So, I, <laughs> yeah. you know, I always wanted, I still want a job. So. I used to ask the person that's counselors and stuff like, yo, you know, where's the hiring? Who's hiring? I need a job that's like in the back of the house so that, you know, while I'm working, cameras is just not in my face and people constantly want to take pictures and stuff yeah, like yeah. that because I'm at jo- my work right now. I'm at my right. job, so I'm not going to be able to do that. None of them could help me with anything. They couldn't help me with nothing. I'm in the halfway house with no ability for phones. You don't have, you're not allowed to have a smartphone. So that means where am I supposed to fill out an application? The the room that's supposed to have computers, none of the computers are working. Damn. So where am I supposed to fill out an application? There's no more walk into stores and fill it out by hand no more. No. Every This is 2019. Everything is electronic. Everything is done on a computer. So now y'all basically just setting me up to fail because if I was a drug dealer, I would want to go back and just sell drugs. You understand? Like if I, if I wasn't changing mentally feeling like, you know what? I don't want to scam no more. That's something that I, you know, did in my past. I don't want to do this. Then I would have went home and did the same thing if I didn't have that mentality because it's like y'all forcing my hand to. Y'all not helping me. Y'all not giving me no type of help. You know, no type of resources. I'm a human being at the end of the day. I'm not a robot. I need help. Have you thought about maybe identifying some things that could be put in place, maybe systems, processes, whatever, that could be put in place to kind of ease that transition for people who are, you know, post-release Maybe some sort of system. Do you have ideas that of you could share? I have, I have yeah, a, I have a few ideas. I have different ideas. Like I feel like don't tell it, them now because that's money. Oh, but okay. You do have ideas. yes, I do have ideas. Yeah. I was about to let y'all know the motherfucking <laughs> money. You Thank you for having my back. That's why he's gonna get twenty percent because he had my back. I was about to let y'all hoes know. See, you know why? You know what? You're absolutely right. Remember how I told him I can't give them the recipe for these edges? Yeah, I, I just I can't give them the recipe for certain things. I just can't let them boy. know. You can't. One thing I also wanted to bring up though, I wanted to bring up the Black China situation. I feel you know, do you know so, the situation? So there it, well let's clear it up for people who don't know the situation. What is the black China situation? <laughs> 
Okay, the situation is, I feel like a lot of people feel um, I leaked Black China's sex video. Whatever really? whatever that video was, because it wasn't a sex video, was her licking the dick like a lollipop, which was whack to me. But basically, I reposted it. Just like everybody else was doing. Everybody mm-hmm. on Instagram was reposting. So you Every saw single it person. reposted I reposted it. it from a repost. Yeah. Like, I reposted it, and I basically was like, damn, Black China, like... I didn't. Ha- I don't have no issue. I didn't have no issue with her. Right. Okay. So I'm like, damn, Black China. Like, I thought you would be doing, you know, a good job. Like <laughs> sloppy toppy. Like you feel me? So yeah. I'm just like, the fuck. I'm disappointed. Like, what kind of shit is this? So I reposted it, and everybody in their mother, because of who I'm associated with, yeah, as yeah, always, yeah. they ran with this. Oh yeah, Cardi's friend is reposted. It's, it's, it's leaked her video. Cardi B leaked. I didn't leak anything. I was not in the room with her sucking a dick, and I was recording it. I wasn't the fucking camera guy recording her sucking. The dick. video wasn't in your like camera it wasn't. Roll it on wasn't in phone. my camera roll on my yeah. phone. It was. So there's no way I could have been leaked. Like that's why I couldn't be sued because there's no way of me leaking it. For all I know, that bitch leaked it. Like <laughs> the fuck. Like. <laughs> Fuck. But with and, the dick leaking. No, I'm yeah, like with the dick leaking. Yeah, you're doing a good job. At, you know, pre- anyway, and, this and, ain't no sex podcast. And the, and the bitch blocked me for no fucking reason. I don't even understand why I was blocked. Yes, I'm blocked. Even now to this day, she has me blocked. And come on, I'm not Okay, even, so what the fuck you want to say I just want to make China. sure that yeah. does everybody, in Black China. Let her know you didn't leak. You, I mean, she knows yeah. I didn't leak it. But it's right, a simple right. fact. Did you want to, Did why did you only block me? Like, did you block everybody who reposted that? Like, I just wanted to know, is it because I'm Cardi's friend that you blocked me? Like, what's the situation of why I'm blocked? And her fucking mother went and told the blogs that didn't know that the blogs was going to come back to me. Mm. Told the blogs that she pressed me. No, the fuck you didn't, bitch. What you mean she pressed that you? She, like she confronted I, that she, you? That she confronted me. Yeah. That she pressed me. Like, so I confronted her. Because okay. <laughs> I know I didn't get confronted. Okay. So I pulled up in Mama's Tokyo's inbox. Okay. And was like, bitch, when the fuck did you press me? Like, when did you press me? She was like, star, I don't have time for this. No, we're going to have time for this. <laughs> you feel me? Like, we're going to have time for this because you did not fucking press me. And whenever you feel like you want to press me, drop the location. That was the old me. You yeah. understand? And that was the old star. I understand. I definitely understand. But I just still wanted to make the record clear that I did not leak her whack ass dick sucking video. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And I wanted to, I also wanted to put out there, <laughs> since people feel not to listen to me, <laughs> So I, I got to repeat myself a few times. No, I have never been a stripper. I yeah, worked I at a strip. I worked at a. That. I worked at a strip club as a bartender, and there's nothing wrong with being a stripper though. If I was a stripper, because a lot of the strippers I know have more money and more property and cars and things than y'all bitches who ain't stripping. So maybe y'all need to go strip. That's the part I don't get. I think that that we're a lot like of them you, be going to school, paying for them to go to school or paying for their kids to, it's for a better education. Like you just like said, what's it's the fuck is wrong with being a stripper is so what I don't get. The the perspective in the world, the lens has, has shifted at this point on people who strip professionally. My father even owned it's a strip club. shameful about it. My and father owned a strip club. I don't even feel personally like it's a moral issue anymore. You know what I'm saying? I, like, feel, it's I not, feel like when people say, oh yeah, you you was a stripper or you're a stripper is like they're trying to make it seem like it's something bad yeah it's, it's like a, they're trying how? to insult you by, by are you, are you, you're like, not even telling me i'm selling my pussy you're telling me oh you're a stripper which i'm not but what's wrong with strippers it's, ask, what the, it's actually what very the fuck athletic is wrong with them 
it's 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 I saw a, a tweet from a, a lady yesterday who said like this is the she posted a video of a girl like with a really dope stripper routine and she said this is the reason why I'm not a stripper because I'm I don't have the athleticism, the balance. She was like in the core strength. She was like, It ain't got a damn thing to do with morals. And that's what it's become. It's really performance art. So I, I the the shame thing, you know, I really don't get. Yeah, I don't I don't yeah. understand why people, you know, especially because they attach I don't think shame I'm not it. owing nobody money and I don't think no strippers <laughs> owe anybody money. You understand? So at all. the bitch that I know that personally keeps saying that, the bear, you feel me, that so called, you know, was awakened <laughs> when there's a wolf right here. Bitch, I don't owe nobody money though. I hope you catch that sub. I don't owe nobody money. And I don't feel anything is wrong with being a stripper. So now that we got that shit out the way, we got a special guest coming in. ASAP oh, fucking Ferg Word. is in the fucking building. Word. ASAP <laughs> gang. You know, I had to bring Harlem through. <laughs> <laughs> Where you from the Bronx? Don't play with me. Where you from, Harlem? What? Where you from? Come, stop disrespecting me. For real. Stop disrespecting me. Where you from? What do you think? Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, the way you said that. Say that, that shit with your fucking chest. The way you said that just now. Don't play with me. I mean, your friend is from the Bronx, so what she could have been mean? from her hood. She from the Bronx. That's not my... I ain't from there. Excuse me. So you from Brooklyn. You from Harlem. And where you from? I'm from Flint, Michigan, my nigga. Oh, man. So we, so <laughs> How we did y'all meet each other? We in here today. You know what I'm saying? My manager. Okay. She put us together. Huh? What's my your manager Tax name? Stone, Alex. Shout out to Alex. Alex and Tax Stone put us together. Yeah, I live here, but that's where I'm from. Okay, I've been Flint, in New York Michigan, for like Michigan. nine years, yeah. Okay, that's where all of that stuff was going down with the water and all of that. Now and shit, yeah. yeah. It's, it breaks my heart, my nigga. I be getting Wait, mad. it's still happening? Right now. Damn. They ain't shit. Shout out to Jaden Smith. He a, he a real nigga. Right. Surprisingly, you know what I'm saying? He real as fuck. That nigga, uh, he's been doing like a huge effort. You know what I'm saying? Brought a, a, a water machine, a filtration system there that'll like generate huge amounts of water for people in the area. So Yeah, I seen the trucks that he shit. had out there. But um, I wanted to... Thank everybody for tuning in to Keeping It Bu. I got yeah. my first ever guest, yeah. ASAP Ferg. Wait, I'm the first You're the first ever, ever, ever. Wow. ever. <laughs> See, that's how much love I got for you. I pulled oh. up. Oh, I didn't even, I didn't even bother. You, de- to, like, you definitely, you definitely I didn't pulled ask up. No questions. I was just like, yo. You didn't give me <laughs> no like, run around. You nope. just pulled the fuck up, real you told nigga. Me shit. You gonna put the dick beaters on? <laughs> yeah, I ain't wanna have to put these dick beaters on you because my shit's work. You feel me? I ain't trying to go back to the federal penitentiary. What's but... putting dick beaters on on a nigga? Star, what that mean? You know, I beat dick with these, right? Word. These hands right here. Word. You know, I be beating the dick with that. So what you so saying is, it ain't meaning just I don't wanna have to. Yeah. I don't wanna have to. You know. Yeah. Put them on you. Some people might not be mad at that though. But it, it depends, because I, I don't think you wanted me to beat your dick. You'd rather me, you know, fill up on it, touch it. it. Yeah, like, the way I said it, I said it kind of aggressively. Like, yeah, you did. I ain't say it sexually, I, I, yeah, like, you yeah, want me to put these dick beaters on you? <laughs> I didn't say it like that. I was like, yeah. Yeah, don't let me put these dick beaters on you. Yeah, you brought the brother yeah, out. I said it like that. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Well, that's what's up, my nigga. It's, it's good to have you here and shit. I... I listen to some interviews, you know what I'm saying? I just hate the generic shit. Everybody asks you the same shit. Yeah, facts. We know about floor seats, you know what I'm saying? But what do you want niggas to know about floor seats that ain't nobody asked you yet? What you want them to know about what your recording process was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what do this shit mean? What, what, whatever you want niggas to know, let's get that I'm shit blinded. out of the way. Yeah, you know. I'm getting blinded. Um, floor seats, man, it's just, uh, my recording process is weird as fuck. Like, I'm not sure if a lot of artists do this, but yeah. like, I go on there and I basically mumble shit. 
And then, like, I hear, like, <laughs> I hear how, like, it's basically like a puzzle to me. Like, I hear words in that mumble shit. In that melody. And, and then you'll put it, it together. Exactly. And, yeah, like, I, I write better that way. Like, I used to write everything. Like, I used to write, like, 100 bars, like, crazy, like, no hooks. But then I started going into the booth and I just started, like, doing the mumble shit because my brain worked faster than my hand could actually write. Yeah. So, I, like, I just want to get the feeling off. When did you start doing that? Like, I would have to say, like, uh, probably, like, four years ago. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, man, that's weak as fuck going into the uh, booth and freestyling songs. But I'm like, if you think about it, (laughs) it's, like, kind of better because, like, you don't have to write. You literally can punch in or you can Mm -hmm. come up with melodies that you can't come up with if you wrote. Like, my my whole um, philosophy on it is like James Brown, right? Yeah. That nigga used to be going in the fucking booth and his shit was live. He used to be like, ah, I got the feeling and all that. <laughs> and screaming that and yeah. grunting. Uh-huh. You can't write that shit down. Nah. Yeah, you can't. So it's like, That's you know, literally a feeling. Yeah, That's what the nigga said he had. Sometimes I'll come up with the melody and then like do ad-libs and shit within that melody. And tell them, keep the ad-libs, I'm just going to add the words in there. And that's yeah. how it comes off, like, real natural and yeah. a vibe. That's dope. And that's that's important in hip-hop. Hip-hop is rooted in feelings and emotions yeah. and being descriptive of that that part of the human experience anyway. So, to me, it's a natural evolution. I think right more process. so now than ever, too, because it's like even artists like Young Thug, who, like, sometimes you may not get what he's saying off rip, yeah. but it's more of a feeling. Like, the flow and <laughs> shit just carries the song. What inspires you to create? Young Thug, uh, Childish Gambino. Not who, what? Oh, who, oh, what? Um, artists um, from all mediums, from art, like uh, paintings and sculptures. Yeah, hell yeah. To fucking, because I look at innovativeness and artists that's innovative in all realms. So, like, I'm looking at, like, Rothko and uh, Picasso and how they went into a blue phase where they just started doing, like, everything in blue. And then, like, how Picasso went into, like, a sculpture phase. And it's like he studied, like, African masks and shit to, like, develop his style. So he pulled from different um, places for his art, and that's what I want to do. I think it's dope that you had that approach, you know what I'm saying? And I think I've even heard you speak about how you apply that to your lifestyle as a black man. You've talked a lot about the evolution of black thought and how, not black thought, the rapper. Y'all know who the, what the fuck I mean. I mean, black, black thought. thought is that dude. <laughs> he don't he need no bars. elevation. So, but you've talked about how you feel like black people should feel limitless in their potential and in, in their potential for success, especially. Yeah. You want to talk just, more about yeah, that? I was just watching an um, a interview I did where I was talking about that. I think it was with Who Kid. Yeah, yeah. And Shout I was just, Who Kid. You could watch your interviews? I mean, I it fucking, like, it's like, Hearing like nails on a chalkboard when I watch it. But, yeah, I can't hear my voice. Yeah, sometimes, but I just be wanting to know like if I'm like because sometimes you be in a moment. Yeah. And like I be doing so much interviews sometimes, especially now with press, that you just want to make sure you're making sense. <laughs> so, so I'm like, That's right, real. was my shit connecting or was I just fucking talking? Because sometimes you just be flowing. I and, think my shit just be. And it may, it may, it may make how you connect though. It may, it may make sense to me, but I want to know if I'm connecting with people and yeah. if they got what I was trying to say. And um, I was talking about that, like how black people definitely should, we should expect for our our greatness to like, you know, you know, we should expect to be great. I feel like black people, they they just we shun it a little bit. Like we'll see somebody that made it and be like, oh, they had to do something, something yeah. to do this or whatever the case may or be. Or they and got help like, or. Like, they don't just give them credit. Yeah. First of all, everybody got help. You need help. Yeah, like, I got a team. I would not be ASAP Ferg without 
my team at RCA and, you know, my creative people and, like, my friends and my community that help me bring shit together. So yeah. we all get help. But the thing is, they just try to take credit away like you didn't put that work in. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we put that work in. You put your work in to get here. You put your work in to get here. Yeah. We all here for a reason. So um, I think we need to just get rid of that whole shit. It's like, you know, we can't be successful without, like, some bullshit being involved or whatever the case may be. It's tricky when you speak about, like, the black community overall, right? Because today we've developed this sort of responsibility. It's an assumed responsibility that your statements, you know, weigh so much. And mm-hmm. this is something that can now be judged or whatever. Mm-hmm. You already know how people have, have treated, um, or not treated, but how people have looked at the situation with ASAP Rocky, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and, and different comments that he had made in the past <coughs> and shit. I know how important the family said, and like your team, you know, your niggas, the ASAP crew, I know how important that relationship and that bond is to you. Mm-hmm. And you speak often about how you want everybody to be successful. So yeah. so I don't think you've gotten a chance to really speak about how you've encouraged him, you know what yeah. I'm saying, throughout Hell this yeah. whole process. Why don't For you speak sure. about that? I mean, like, Rocky can't talk to nobody else. Mm-hmm. Like, really, if you think about it, mm-hmm. he, I'm the only one that really can relate to him that came from the sandbox with him. And probably the only one he trusts. Like, I have friends exactly. where they're going to only trust you with yes. certain information. So it's like, I'm not going to yeah. tell nobody else this. Like, he probably has so much trust in you that it's yeah. like, I refuse to talk to somebody else. They probably will understand it, but do I trust them? Like, well, no. no. Hell no. You don't and trust he, them. And it ain't like he ain't got no family members or like whatever, <laughs> but like, it's only It's different. A, yeah, it's different. Like, I literally, we came from Harlem together. Like, we was going to boat rides and cookouts and dodging gunshots and shit together yeah. and literally earned millions in wealth together yes. to get to this point of actually reconditioning our mind to think different, to be able to talk to different people, to be able to go sit at these DR dinner tables yeah, with the yeah. CEOs and shit like that, <clears throat> where like we go on the masquerade parties and shit like that. We from Harlem, for real, for real yeah. Harlem, like MH cookouts, uh, <laughs> Murder mook battles and shit like that. And now we like in Paris. Yes. Like the first black faces at DR dinner tables and shit. I have a question. Besides him, like, or for him, is it hard to bring your day ones with you? Like, was it hard? Like, because it's like I have a lot of day ones, but a lot of them I feel like can't can't be with me, can't move with me because they don't Mm. have that mindset to want to be better. Like, I feel like a lot of them want me to just feed them. They not even yeah. trying to put no work. Y'all coming to the table with empty stomachs. Y'all don't even got a fork or a plate for me to yeah. put the food Why on. Why are you trying to provide so, opportunity? Yeah, so it's yeah. like, was it hard for you? Is it hard for you? I don't know, like, if all your day ones, you know, is with you still. Um, I mean, my uncle is my security. My other uncle is my manager. That's my mom, family. My mom works with me. I'm talking about but like, day yeah, one. Day one, home, day, day one homies, yeah. I definitely, they don't travel with me all the time, but I try to incorporate them in the business. And sometimes... Like, what I, I encourage them to do is create your own position. Like, bring something to the table. Like, if you got an mm-hmm. idea, I, I hate leaving my niggas behind. I'm like, yes. yo. It's because the shit really lonely. When they say, yo, shit get lonely at the top, the shit is true because your ambitions and your drive may push you far, real far, but you leaving people that can't keep up. Yeah. So it's just like, when my homies, I heard that my homies like that I really like went to school with and art school and shit with, when I heard that they was in, like, LA working with Nike for about a month. I'm like, oh shit, I ain't gotta pay for my niggas to come yeah. out. Like y'all niggas could actually just pull up to the studio yeah. wherever I'm at and like take time off and you know what I'm saying, we could link up and build. 
Like, that's I mean, a great feeling. It's that's not a really about good the, the, yeah, the it's, material it's great experience. when it comes to something yeah. like that where they have their mindset and you telling them like, yo, you know, put yourself in a position. But when I feel like I have to put you in a position, I have to feed you, I have to walk you, I have to, that's too much for me to have to, have to walk do. You. I don't got no kids. You feel me? Yeah, I feel word. like I'm taking care of you. Like, I feel like I got to take care of you like you my child. I don't got yeah. no kids. Well, I got to take care of you. Those are the type of people where I feel like I'm sorry, but yeah. you just can't, you can't be with me. It'll yeah. bring you down quicker. Yeah, trying to help focus you. on focusing on trying to find a solution. You could witness helping and becoming a crutch versus teaching them how to fish for themselves. Absolutely. Because I've done that too where I feel like, you know, I've helped friends and shit like that and like was paying rent and just like doing shit that I wasn't doing for like my own family. family. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And I was like, man, like, I, am I crippling them? Yeah. That's how I feel sometimes too because I yeah. feel like and half the time I'm doing stuff for y'all but I remember sleeping out my car for two months and ain't nobody was there for me. I couldn't come to you for nothing even if I probably wanted to. You don't even have $20 for me. Like yeah. that's how that's sad real. it is. Like you feel yeah. me that I don't even have no what could I come to you for? Like yeah. you don't have nothing. You don't even have no encouraging words for me. And then y'all the bad guy if you say no. And really we got like the, the base really. So it's like we the sauce. You We got to keep feeding the sauce. Like they should want to bring you know, new people that can help what you're doing to the table. Yeah. Like, that's a, that's the way I feel. I'm sure it's a hell of a feeling to provide, <laughs> to have the resources to provide opportunity to somebody that you believe has the ambition, yeah. the drive, and a good idea, a good yeah. product. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That, to me, that's got to be a great feeling to help your friend like that. Oh, yeah. And so. also, back to the Rocky thing, I don't know if I capped it off. Oh, yeah, 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 um, for sure. With Rocky, I feel like it's also great for him to have a friend that can just... Give him constructive criticism. He know I'm not Absolutely. there to hurt him. He know mm -hmm. I'm not there to like be like, oh, that be shit malicious. is hot. That shit is fire. Cause niggas be saying shit is fire, but they really it ain't. If they really feel some type of way, they just trying to save their position. Like, yeah, you paying them or something like Rocky don't pay me, so it's like he I knows what you're saying. Is yeah, I don't benefit anything yeah. from he like giving your them intention. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, like that's very important. Does that transfer over like beyond maybe like your professional opinion on his music and his products? Does that transfer over to like the things that we know has been in the media? I'm sure people want to hear what you got to say about comments that that Rocky made before he was in this terrible incident over in Sweden mm -hmm. about like not relating to people who don't necessarily live in Soho and Beverly Hills. We all know what the quote was. Yeah. You know, did you guys have a chance to kick it about that and maybe dig a little deeper? And is there anything you can share that that you want motherfuckers to know so they understand him a little bit more? Yeah, I always nip shit in the butt with Rocky. Like, yeah. I be watching his interviews and shit, and I be like, oh, you sound dumb as fuck. Like, <laughs> you sound crazy. Yeah. Like, you yeah. sound wild. Like, yo, Yam's mom's got to watch this. And yeah, like, yeah. we got to, like, you know, fix up. But Rest it just, ASAP Yams. It's sure. also, like, the state of mind niggas be in. Like, he probably just was really disconnected from it. But it's just the way yeah. he could he could have went about it different. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like before you go out and say it in front of the camera, you know what I'm saying. And that's just how he learns. He learns real hard. Like we he, all go through shit. Yeah, you like know what that. I'm saying. Yeah. Like he he may like people may learn behind the cameras on a low and be like, yo, I didn't know about this. You ain't know about that. And this, that, and the third. But he learns in front of the camera because he's so passionate the way he talks. Yeah, yeah. It's like black or white sometimes. But I'm pretty sure <laughs> like you know he had the opportunity to like you know get seasoned. 
and whatever was going on. And, and I actually, that's what it's really about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. about understanding deeper. And, and Everybody learns different, man. Like exactly. Everybody can't relate the way other people relate. Exactly. And I'm pretty sure, like, a certain situation similar to the the sweet, the sweeter one that may have humbled them. Yeah, exactly. Way. That's what's up, man. Do you go through situations like that? Like, is that something that's common when y'all be over there in these countries? Hell no. Not for me. I mean, it could happen to anybody, but this was an eye opener for me because, like, it's just you—you you don't know their laws and shit. Like, mm -hmm. you know, that was a fight for us. I know. I'm pretty sure you seen the footage. Yeah, that shit is a fight in New York. Like, you know, you, you probably get locked up for two hours and, and come keep out. it moving. Yeah, yeah, or you just get a slap on the wrist. But um, yeah, to to be in jail for about three weeks to a month is just. A this nightmare. Crazy. Let's keep yeah. it real. That shit was crazy as hell, bro. Street fight. And thank God nothing ain't happened to him like while he was locked up because that'll just be like a whole nother type of scar that Trauma. you have to wear. Exactly. Yeah. That's that what he went through is a scar. Like yeah, me facts. hearing about certain stuff that he was going through, like mm -hmm. I could relate to that because I, I was yes. starved in jail. Like you feel me? That's a scar. Like he's yeah. scarred is just not something that you're gonna be able it's to physically mental. see. Yeah. But he might not even talk about it. But right. it's a scar. Like I, I know for a fact it's a scar. Cause you got anything you want to share with him about time. your experience from that that you feel might help him deal with that kind of shit? Like how do you I don't how do you know, deal with I'm that still, on a daily? I'm still yeah. dealing with it. I'm still remembering like, Every oh day. shit, I could eat. I don't have to get permission to eat and mm. I could just buy food. I don't want you know, like yeah. remember I was stalled for five months. So I don't I uh. could remember, like I, I just it's something that he's just gonna have to learn. I just be having to remember, like, bitch, did you eat today? Like, so you, know? you work through them kind of thoughts every day. Yeah. How old are you? Twenty-eight. <clears throat> you look younger than that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, twenty-eight is not old, but I'm sorry you had to go through that. It's Absolutely. okay. I did my crime, like, but you um, seem very sweet. You seem like a good person. I do. Yes. <laughs> I'm so beaut. <laughs> what tips do you have for me in the industry? Um, as far as what? Anything like I'm more of a you know I don't give a fuck type of person. So, do you have any tips for me? I feel like um, give a don't give a fuck, but give a fuck about things you give a fuck about. If that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but what about if I don't give a fuck about anything that has um, to do with I certain mean, shit in the industry? Oh yeah, I mean yeah, your beliefs, your belief system, maintain that. But um, yeah, you give a fuck about that. Okay, so like, good questions though. Who's worse, male or female groupies? Males. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that shit is just whack. Like, like it's weird, right? Yeah, like it's, oh, I'm, I thank God that, like, you know, the because before it used to be like, yo, uh, babe, can you take this picture of me and Ferg? And it's like, damn, like the girl don't want to take a picture with me. Yeah, oh, you jumping yeah, in front yeah. of her. But now it's like, <laughs> you know, the girls is coming up now like, hey, babe, can you take this picture of yeah, me? Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> that shit is whack, man. Like girls, I mean, guys is like trampling girls to try to get pictures and shit. You ever broke up with a girl because she couldn't dress? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I never had that problem because I'm attracted to girls that got style, so. So that's so it. Never, most of the time, ever. nah. Most of the time, they teach me how to dress, so they they put me in shit that I like. Are what you kind single? of style? Nah, I'm not single. What's your girlfriend name? Oh my gosh, <laughs> is this? Oh man, I just want to know if it is who my I think it is. Name is Chi Chi. For real? That's my name for her. Shout out to Chi Chi. Okay, what well, is it is it the got? is it the butte girl that I be seeing in the pictures? Butte, yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. That's definitely, definitely her. She's definitely look good. All right. So Chi Chi got that that got sauce. Style. She got that style. Yeah. You learn from Chi Chi style. What's the last style tip Chi Chi gave? I'm not gonna lie, Chi Chi be dressing good. 
Yeah, she got. Yeah, they go to, they go yeah, to I seen, yeah, yeah, I seen. We teach each other a lot of stuff. She really on the home decor stuff. I be putting her ah, home clothes. Stuff. Yeah. I be, I be like, I be, you know, I give yeah. her a little juice. Yeah, okay. You okay. don't be giving her shit. Fuck out of here. She no, probably man. give you everything. You from Harlem? Where's Listen, she from? She from the Bronx. I'm not gonna lie, I don't really fuck with the Bronx, but the Bronx God got more style. Damn. They got more style than the Harlem. You bugging the fuck out. <laughs> Listen, Harlem guys Where could dress. Listen, Harlem guys could dress. I can yes, tell you been but in Harlem Brooklyn girls, a lot. but Harlem girls dress like boys. Nah. Yes, they do. What you mean? Like what? Like what? They dress like boys. Like uh-huh. they all dress like Tiana Taylor. No, like you that type out. of that Tiana Taylor. Style, yeah, that tomboy like, style. You talking like, about like a Leah like, or something? Yeah, like her. Nah, like they dress out. like that. You Shout tripping. out to Aaliyah. Word to Detroit. I want to know what you wore to Beyonce and Jay Z's New Year's party. Speaking of style, what the fuck did you wear there? Because that's a decision. You I had a saying? tuxedo on. I had a. Um, oh, it was formal. Yeah, it was like everybody had on suits and okay. dresses and shit. Okay. Um, I had a tuxedo on. I had. A, I think it was East Saint Laurent. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Dope. I thought it was really cool how you said you was like, fuck that shit. I'm just about to ask Jay, like, how this shit feel, man? You know what I'm saying? I mean, this conversation, it wasn't even on some, like, because I spoke to Jay plenty of times. I used to intern at Rockaway. Okay. And then, like, I was cool with his sister. His sister used to give me per diems for lunch every day. Shout out to his sister. She used to give you what? Per diems. What's that? Like, lunch money. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, um, yeah, I've seen him plenty of times, and. Um, he actually put Timberland onto my music, so I mean, I just got him. I'm real cool with like Lenny Yes and okay. just like the whole team over there and Tata. He he um he always they always invite me to the brunches and all of that, but like I finally was yeah, in LA at the same the crib, time. My nigga from yeah. like that's some shit. Dog. Yeah, it was a vibe. It and was I crazy. like how you said you felt like you were supposed to like be there and shit. Yeah, that I mean shit. shit. Total, yeah, I got some millions too, man. Like I ain't, I ain't no small fry. Like nigga got a couple of hits and shit. Like I know my worth. <laughs> Word. What's your favorite podcast right now? Do you listen to podcasts? Hold on, hold on. Let me position myself. What's your favorite podcast right now? <laughs> Well, this one now. Oh, I thought <laughs> I thought that would say what, what is it called? Um, mm. what is it called? See, you don't it's even know. New, it's brand new. Like you better I, keep I it. Told butte. You I didn't ask no questions. You better keep came. it butte when you answer the name of this podcast. Butte. Keeping it butte. Keep, it <laughs> keep say it in the mic. Keep, keep it butte. Shout out to keep it butte. Keeping it. Keeping it butte. Keeping it butte. Keeping it butte. Um. I should have knew because you kept using that word butte. Butte, right? I say yeah. that a lot. Yeah, that's hard. You haven't been locked up? Nah. Never uh, in your life? I mean, we had to turn ourselves in for a day. Wow. And I got I got a I got picked up on a um a fine. So when I, you was young though, train. you never been locked up. Nah. And I you don't smoke. No nah, I don't smoke. I smoked before though. You smoked before? Yeah. What made you stop? Uh just because it ain't for me. Like, that shit make me hella paranoid. Uh, <laughs> I'm one of them niggas, like, I, I'll be smoking, and I'm trying to, like, hear everybody conversation at the same time. When you smoke, you can hear everybody conversation at the same time. How the fuck you is, don't? How yeah. the fuck you turn Snoop Dogg down for weed, my nigga? Like, that's, honestly, you know I'm a smoker. If you don't know, now you know. Right. And nigga, if Snoop, that's like, that's smoker gold. I would have still you know turned it saying? down. Snoop. Yeah, Snoop is my fam. Yeah. Me and Snoop got the same birthday. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. When's your birthday? And it's so funny because I, I know you're a Scorpio, but what is it? No, no, no. no. I'm, a, I'm a Libra. You a Libra? October oh. 20th. Yeah, get it right. I'm sorry. <laughs> when you is like your Cardi. birthday? Y'all think too much. Yeah, we do. Think. Y'all think we too. Yes, y'all overthink yeah. too yeah. much. I'm practicing on that. You think you don't think that helps you as a creative? No. It's like a gift and a curse. 
because like we remix shit like yeah. a lot. Like it don't even be what they're thinking. Like they're thinking something totally something else. It's not even. It doesn't even connect no more. Like what the fuck are you talking about? Like you lost me. Like that for real. Like hey, they, what's your sign? I'm a Pisces. Okay, I don't know too much about Pisces. What's the best sign? Mellow, calm, mm, regular. You. Like we don't overthink. You don't seem calm though. I'm a you different Pisces. Turnt. I'm a different. I'm a different Pisces. I've been in jail too long. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm a different Pisces. But um, what do you like better, beef patties or empanadas? <laughs> That's a weird question, relevant. right? That is a very great question. You should feel a lot of pressure, man. For no, the seriously, because well, like, I'm Trinidadian, so the beef patty is like the culture, yeah. my yeah. culture. But I feel like it's only like beef patties, vegetable patties, and chicken patties. No, there's shrimp patties and then there's curry shrimp I patties. I can't eat shrimp. I'm allergic. Okay, what about curry? Die. There's curry chicken patties. Yeah. There's curry Jerk beef chicken. patties. Yeah, there's a lot. All right, so the beef patty. I love empanadas too, though. I do. So which one would you pick right now if you had a choice? Not right now, after the club. Like, after you do a show, you know what I'm saying? You book and you just need that late night food. Are you I ain't going to be an empanada. For real? Hell yeah. Oh, my Facts. God. What's your nationality? I'm Guyanese. Okay, that's why. Yeah, like, how do you pick something I'm, like man, that? Man, listen. <laughs> I grew up in the Heights. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I understand. You ever been to Trinidad? Yeah, hell yeah. For real, you like it? I love Trinidad. You ever ate um, curry iguana? No. Then you're not a real Trinidadian. No, I'm not eating no iguana. <laughs> you gotta eat it one time for the gator, one time. I ate some gator before. Gator so, bites. What's the difference? That shit is good. I, I mean, I don't really have that much questions. You could just, just wrap, have, wrap my mad, nigga up. I have no, but I have mad freaky questions, and I don't know if you can answer the freaky questions because you have a girlfriend. You can ask me the freaky questions. Oh, all right. What's the freakiest thing you ever did? The freakiest thing I ever did? Yeah. I mean, it, uh, that you can talk about. Man. <laughs> <laughs> see how I gave you that boundary? There you go. I mean, what's the freakiest thing you ever did? Because I'm trying to just see if what I'm doing is even freaky. You know, I'm not that freaky because I started off late. Like, I didn't lose my virginity till I was 17. Like, you feel me? I really, I started off late. I only sucked three dicks in my life. So I, I ain't really, I ain't really get to that freaky yet. I would have to say. Like, I, I never did it in the butt yet. Shit like that. Like, word? No, I never did it in the butt. You never had a thumb in the butt? None of that? I had a thumb in the butt, but I ain't never had no dick in the butt. That's a difference. Like, it's you know, I, it's a huge difference. So you say freaky, I say like, um. Like four. okay, so are you down for everything? Like you lick the toes, you Negative. lick the ass. No, Negative. you're not licking no toes. Negative. <laughs> I'm not into toes. I'm not into. I mean, you gotta have nice feet, but I'm not licking no toes. At what all. about the butt? You licking ass? I mean, I I do like you gotta you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. You stick your tongue in bitches' noses, you know. Negative. No, you're not doing that. Nah, eating boogers where you draw the fucking line. No, it's not boogers. Is not right here though. They like, better not be if you're gonna stick your nose in that bitch. They stick your tongue in that bitch nose. Nah, I ain't sticking my tongue in nobody's nose. That's kind of nasty. That's disgusting. I, I mean, like, is that a like, thing, though? Do you like it? <laughs> do you like your, what's that called again? The gooch? My gooch? You like Negative. it licked? You don't like it licked? Nope. Oh, my God. It's too much. It's too close to the butt. So, anyway, yeah. this is so dope. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Word to Floor Seats. You know what I'm floor saying? Seats is out right now. We, we talked about everything but my album. <laughs> right. <laughs> we did talk about your album. In like a half a second. In the beginning. I just said flossies. I know about everything about flossies, but what you want to talk about? That's what he said. Exactly. 
I remember everything. Okay, we wanted to do something different than what all your little interviews right, have been. You know, oh, she want to call. She want to call my anyway. interviews. Because you know, interview. this is the top interview, right? Hey, here. she coming out. She coming at everybody interviews. This is the top interview. So I'm coming at everybody's interview. Nah, I love this interview. This is dope. That's what's up. We like having you, my nigga. Oh, thanks Shout for having out to me. everything. I appreciate you for everything. coming and not giving me no runaround. You know, you was just with it. Yeah, for sure. I fucks with you for that. Because you know, I ain't have to put my feet, uh, hands on you. And, hands you know, or dick beaters. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't put my dick beaters on you. <laughs> and it show how humble you are. Like, that you just was, you know, with it. Like, nah, for sure. I don't I get that do a lot. Nah, I don't, I do I don't get that a lot. And you know, I be telling celebrities suck my dick all the time, so... I'm glad I ain't have to go there with you. I ain't even have to say yeah. that shit. Exactly. <laughs> I ain't no, it, it didn't even cross my mind with him. Like, Word. oh, right. So, so if, if, some, if I got a problem with a shorty or something like that, I could come get borrow your dick beaters for them? <clears throat> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I changed my life around. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay I just wanted to know. P.O. Nicholson. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it beaut. Word. Keeping it beaut. You already know what it okay. is. All right, so shout out to ASAP for, you know, coming through, showing love. He's super humble. I have ultra respect for him because he he didn't give me no runaround. So we're going to get into Ask Star Brim. Oh, shit. We're going to get into that segment. Let me hear what y'all bald-headed bitches and crusty lip holes got (laughs) to ask me. Okay, so I have email. Do you want to read it off and I give the advice? I think that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't got to run your mouth. Relax, sis. <laughs> I got you. You know what this I'm saying? This tongue working today. <clears throat> so, <laughs> pause. <laughs> no pause. But not <laughs> play. Say play, sis. Play. <laughs> All right. So, the first question that we have this week, and remember, star your email is what? Where can they write in and send you these questions? And you submissions? could write and send me these questions at xstarbrim at right. gmail.com. That's right. Holla at your girl, Starbrim, right And stop there. asking me stupid questions because I'm going to ignore it. <laughs> Or we're going to talk about your ass. So let's get into question number one. Um, let's pick a name. You want to pick a name for, for the, the person who submitted the question? Pick any name you want. Ron. All right, Ron. Hey, we don't know what bathroom Ron uses. It don't matter. We just, Ron is who the fuck it is. So yes. here we go. <clears throat> Ron says, Ayo Star, we fucking with you all the way out in Chicago. So shout out to chi Shout out to Chi-Town. And I put a lot of my people onto your podcast because it's a whole vibe. My question is, what would you do if you found out your brother has been fucking your girl? Whoa. <laughs> I've cheated before and we broke up, but now we've gotten back together after three years because we felt we could work it out. Mm-hmm. We also have a son together, and lately she's been acting weird when my brother is around, and he's also weird, just being distant and seemingly uncomfortable. I went through her phone, which normally I'd see as some whole shit to do, but I had to. When I went through it, I saw their thread and him, Ron's brother, saying he misses her and why is she still with me, nudes, videos, etc. I want to beat both they fucking ass, but I'm already on probation and I have a good job. I told her I needed to get myself together for a bit, so I've been staying at a friend's house until I figure this shit out. She doesn't know that I know and begs me to come home. What would you do? Okay. I'm not going to lie to you, boo I damn sure And I feel like, you ain't even said how you feel, but I feel like we're already on the same fucking page, Star. Go ahead. Listen, Ron, I'm not going to hold you. It would never work. (sighs) It can't work. It's not going to work out because that's not like a friend. That's a fucking brother who's going to always be there for the rest of your fucking life. Mm. 
You just say you don't have a good job and you're on probation. So obviously you ain't catching no bodies, right? So you ain't gonna kill a motherfucker. So it's like that's somebody that it's like where's your, it's so many other motherfuckers that she could have fucked for her to go to him. That is like, come on, where's her loyalty? Like you understand, there's so much other bitches that he could have fucked. Where's his loyalty? And then you said that you're finding messages where they're still writing each other. He's writing her, constantly talking about, why being, yes, while her? you're with her, being telling you, be with her. Or, no, no. The disrespect. Cut it off. Sorry, there's no family. There's no family. Just raise your kid. There's I, no family. Oh, my God. There's, there's nothing. I feel like, I feel like personally. The son I, makes it worse to me. Because exactly. what you going to tell my son about you fucking... You're the his, uncle. His daddy's like, like, come You're on. You're the uncle. Like, what the fuck is going on here? But I also feel like me, my mind is so fucked up that I can't even be with a person who cheated on me before because I know that while you're fucking me, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, you was fucking her like this. It could, we could have a good moment. But then as soon as it could just go in my head, like, oh, maybe he had good moments like this with her. You yeah, know, I'm, yeah, the, yeah. I'm just that type of crazy. Sharing yeah, shit with you like, no more, I'm just like. that type of crazy that is like, nah, like anything he did with me, he's, he did to her. So I can't even be with a person who cheated on me. So I don't understand. Like, that would never work. Like, my family member, no. That's a lot. No. no. That's a lot. I can't. Be a lot I would have to walk be. away. I, I don't, I don't. Yeah, me, I don't give a fuck if I'm on probation. I would have had to put my hands on them. Like, but, cut the cameras <laughs> off type shit. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I'd have had to put my hands on them, but I definitely wouldn't continue a relationship. Like, nah, the relationship would definitely be ain't over. Ain't no damn relationship. It you would fucking be over. my brother. Are you crazy? I don't give a fuck if you're fucking my brother. You fucked my brother, even if it was yeah, one like, time. Yeah, like, like you fucked with my brother. Like, like, one time. That's the ultimate violation. Like, to and me, then it crosses got, so many y'all lines. Y'all sending nudes and videos, or he's sending it. I don't know what the case maybe but listen no that's a no no it's over yeah. for that so ron I, I mean so what do you want to say to ron like what do you think what, ron, is, what do you want what do you think ron should do pack your bags after you put your hands on him but if you don't put your hands on pack your bags that's a, just and don't, pack her garbage bag yeah put that's just something that bag. don't 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 continue that nice. relationship because it's going to be toxic it probably drive you crazy you probably turn into a serial killer she don't so give a just, fuck about you she fucked your brother she yo, fucked like, your brother out of all people and, like, does he even have more money than you? Do he look good? Like, he's she your brother. Because she could have went to the father. Y'all slid out the same hole, so it's nasty off rip. Yeah, That's like, nasty. like, the fuck? Like, go for the pops. Probably got more money. I don't even, like, I, I just... <laughs> okay, anyway. Retirement so, so, money. So Ron, pension. <laughs> like, yeah. SSR. You should have got, yeah. got with Ron Senior. You better go for the check. You should have got with Ron Senior. Big Ron. Big Ron. Get with Big Ron. <laughs> Ronald. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Ronald. Like, you know, SSR checks, Medicaid checks. Disability check. You got to think yeah. about the checks that's involved Hell with an yeah. older motherfucker. You, you got to go with another motherfucker that's around the same the age. Brother. Yeah, the brother. What a lateral move. Should've you just did grandpa. like this. You didn't even move up. Grandpa would have never, you would have never got caught with grandpa either because grandpa would have kept it on the low. And grandpa, and grandpa slow motion with and he, not, and he probably don't got no phone so he ain't going to be sending you no nudes and text messages no and shit. He probably ain't got no erection. All he want to do is smell the pussy. That, that's it, easy. You working, you working, Stu. You working exactly. hard, not bitches, smart. Let me teach y'all bitches how to get some money. And grandpa <laughs> money guaranteed. Yeah, the fuck is wrong monthly. with y'all? Anyway, so I guess you got what you needed, Ryan. If you didn't, I hope you did. So you got another email, Shar, right? This came from the Instagram, from the show's account. So where's your show's account on Instagram? It's Keeping It Butte, right? Yes. All right, so shout out to Keeping It Butte at Instagram. This submission came from there. It says, hey, I love your show, Keeping It Butte. Word up. Then it says, I need some advice in regards to my relationship. My boyfriend was in prison for six years. He came out completely institutionalized. He's also picked up an alcohol habit. I love him and want to help him overcome his <laughs> demons, but all I keep thinking is, did this nigga get raped? It's been bothering me. 
he could have much bigger problems, but every time I see him look so miserable, I'm thinking someone must have been in his cheeks. I feel ignorant for thinking about <laughs> rape over all situations. How do I keep a man who is addicted to alcohol and just depressed to go back to who he was? Or how do I help, excuse me, a man who is addicted to alcohol and just depressed to go back to who he was before it? Um, You got this or you want me to do this? Uh, you got it. Okay, no, no, you, you, you do it, but let me just do one part. Go ahead. I don't feel you can help anybody that's addicted to something. Like until they want right. to stop, there no, there's no like you could sit there and put a crackhead or put a person who's addicted to alcohol in a in a, a system. Like you said, you could put them inside the um, AA programs and stuff. But until they completely want to do it on their own, they're not going to stop wanting to do it. And I know that from having you know a t- different type of addictions in my mm-hmm, family. Mm-hmm. Until they're ready to stop, there's no way that they're going to stop. They have to want to do that. Mm-hmm. But you could take this one. No, I just and I think that's a great point, and it's also very important. Because that affects the dynamic between you and that person in your life who's going through the addiction, right? It removes the judgment and it also helps you understand that all you can do is kind of input or give them certain tools to like manage that shit with, but they ain't gonna make a change. Plus, until I, don't th- I don't think it could be necessarily him being raped. Like, you gotta realize towards the you, end you of my was bid. You to go to where I was yeah, going. Yeah, like with towards it. the end of my bid, I was scared to wanna go home. I didn't wanna go home no more mm-hmm. because I kept thinking, like, damn, I gotta worry about bills. Mm-hmm. I gotta worry about how I'm gonna make money, how I'm gonna eat, how I'm gonna do this, how I'm gonna do that. When you're in jail, besides the box, even the box, you get three meals a day. They give you your clothes. You understand you have something over your head. You have no worries, basically, in the world. Like, really. like You just got to survive. You, you just got to survive. You have worries, but it's not the same type of worries that you have in jail. So I know a, a person, she's no longer my friend, but I know that she was going through a big depression when mm-hmm. she first came home from jail because she couldn't find somebody, anywhere to hire her while she was a felon. She went from 160 pounds to 110. I thought mm-hmm. the bitch had AIDS because mm-hmm. it's like, why are you so skinny now like you understand and she's you like i'm so drastic change in her yes in her appearance. body yes yeah. because she was like i'm so depressed i don't even be eating and i'm like why don't you eat she said i just don't even feel hungry like it's just i'm just so worried about how i'm gonna pay this and how i'm gonna pay that like you know it's just that so hard for a person yeah. yeah like especially when you've been away for so long i only did 10 months like you understand well basically like 13 months i only did like my little 13 months she my friend did five years she just said that her boyfriend did six years that's a long time and a long time to be you know caged up and not having to worry about certain issues that you have to worry about when you come home now sometimes it can fuck you up mentally so it doesn't even necessarily mean that he had to be raped he could just be emotionally going through stuff and still having to realize like damn like this is real life now i got responsibilities like you know like in jail you don't really have that many you don't have to worry about half the things you have to worry about here. It's a different type of worry. Let's I, say that. I, there it's, you go, It's a right different there. type of worry in jail. I think that, um, so that, I think everything you said, I completely agree with 100%. My focus is on the whole, like, automatic default to him being raped as the cause of him being indifferent or having a change in his disposition. And I think that it is um, important that you kind of pay attention to the bigger picture. I'm not even going to run her down to the ground like that because at the end of the day, she wants to figure out a way to to get him in a better space. Mm-hmm. But there's something wrong with her inside of her that she's automatically defaulting to him being raped. Why is that your worst fear about his jail experience? Isn't it enough? Listen to me. Isn't it enough to feel like the nigga went to jail like no, that's maybe. traumatic I think, enough I think I agree and I disagree with that in a way because I think I never realized how much how how you think until I experienced it yeah. I never realized like like my first incident was been like 
the fuck? This nigga got touched in here or something? Why the fuck he's so angry all the time and drinking and shit? Like, what experiences he went through? Especially when you probably feel like, nigga, you wasn't hungry because I was putting money on your books. Yeah. You was getting visits. So you so feel you like wasn't that's lonely. the worst that could have happened. Like, like, sometimes people feel like that's the worst that could have happened because everything else, you was good. She, I don't know the situation. So for all I know, she could have been going up there to see him and, you know, putting money on his books so he was eating. Yeah. So it's not like, damn, he was going through that type of starvation yeah, in jail. Yeah, but I think she so, even used the words like random cheeks. To me, like that the, the, yeah. she's choosing this as her option of an automatic default traumatic experience. Yeah, that's why I said I agree. And I think to it's disagree. something there. Something, yeah, why something is that is what there. you? Why is but that what you? But I feel like I picking? never would have thought like you'd be worried to come home until I, it happened to me about being worried to come home. I was so happy to yeah. come home. Like I need to go home. I want to fucking come home. I want to fucking come home. But then it's like five months into my bed, it's like whoa. Scared to go home. Yeah, that's I'm real. I'm gonna have to think about where I'm gonna live. You told me you it's simple think things like this. you aren't even comfortable eating. You felt like you didn't even yeah, know. Yeah, like, like you know, like fuck is even I'm talking about even before I went to the box. I was before I went to the box, when I was in the box, I didn't think about even home. You understand? Cause I was thinking about so much other stuff. But before I even went to the box, because I did five months in the box, I did yeah. five months in regular jail. Yeah. Like when I was in regular jail, I kept thinking, like, damn, so when I go home, where am I gonna work now? Cause I can't scam no more. You know, what am I gonna do to get what money? Do I wanna go to go back do? to bar? Attending, um, you know, what am I gonna do? Like, I can't just work anywhere because at the end of the day, I don't want people just running up to me for pictures. You know, I don't want to be in situations where I might have to fight. You know, yeah, I'm not trying to go back real. to jail. So it's like so much things like that run through my mind. Where am I gonna live now? Because I was living somewhere else. I don't know about that apartment is still gonna be, you know, vacant for me to live in. I don't know if that's gonna be in my jurisdiction for my PO for me to be living in. It's just so much run through my mind when I was on my way, about to be almost done with my bed. That is like, ooh, I don't want to go to the home. It's too much responsibility yeah. there. Like it's so I'm okay here. I'm calm to, here. To be aware of that transitional place. Like there, there's a lot yeah. of, of of thoughts that accompany that. I a think lot of that, stress comes with coming home. So, People so, might be so, so happy, but to that it's point, anxiety. Right? Further to that point of coming home being a stressful experience, I think it's important that um this person who wrote in doesn't add to that by then giving this guy a complex about her thinking that he experienced some sort of sexual trauma in jail. That can fuck with his head if he thinks that he's laying up with somebody who thinks that he had this experience. Yeah, like, I don't even think I would be able to tell... Like, I don't think I would want to tell her, like, oh, go tell him how you feel. Like, no way, but maybe you should talk to him and ask him exactly, like... What's right, what happened? Like you know, it's yeah. are you stressed out because you're not working? Like is he does he have a job? Is he finding work? How is about he, are you okay? He, How you like, doing? Yeah, Shit, like what, what the fuck? Like you like, know, like maybe him not having a job or being in a position where he wants to be is affecting him and upsetting him. I'm a man. It's, I can tell maybe you, it's, it's you, him. bitch. Maybe yep pussy ain't good like maybe you're stressing him out maybe you're down his back maybe you know maybe it's you maybe it's not he got raped maybe the fuck is you maybe I feel like, like the one thing like I was people, looking forward to coming home yes, with some good pussy I feel, and, and, I, here, you and come. Like, here you come <laughs> I feel like a lot of people a lot of females too make it seem like it's always the guys when it's yeah. like it can't be if I went through five relationships and all these niggas did me wrong bitch is you yeah. it's you at this point how the fuck is it dumb it's five different niggas yeah. Even if it's five the same niggas, you picked them five same niggas. Ain't nobody put a gun to your head for you to be with these five same niggas. And I think so let's, like, let's let's be clear you. too, right? There's something to be said for both parties in a relationship when one person is coming home from doing a bid. Because I need if I'm the person who did the bid, I need to feel um supported, I need to feel comfortable, I need to feel 
like solid about re-entering society and all that kind of shit. And the way yeah, we interact to, affects that. And if you are the person who I'm coming home to, you need to feel like I'm focused Especially on... Especially I need to feel like I'm not a burden to you. And, and Exactly. And if you're the person that I'm coming home to, you need to feel like I'm just as excited and ambitious about the future and ready to do whatever the work mm-hmm. it takes to reposition myself and not worry about this. Y'all need each other. So this type of dissension, I feel like it's just completely like... Derog- like 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 it's not it's not it's it's not it's detrimental to the relationship it's only gonna make things worse so yeah, like 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 that you if he if, you, if i yeah like he like thinks, and there, there's so much other talking. shit that could have happened the nigga went to jail like let's mm-hmm. start there like that's first a, that's, of all you never even know if he had to fucking slice a few niggas face open like you feel me he got it right with going to jail like maybe he had to deal with shit that he didn't want to deal with like and you gonna make it worse automatically assuming it was something sexual like like that introduces so like many other things my advice like, is just talk to him do not bring up the gay shit talk to him and be like you know up? like What's going on? Like I'm here to support you, and I don't, I want to make sure that 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 you understand that. So help me understand what you're going through, so I can do that. And That's maybe, all you gotta do. The thing is, maybe he don't want to be with you, and he likes guys. What's wrong with that? Maybe, maybe, maybe. but I don't think this that though. I think that's just in her head because her nigga was in jail, and a lot of people have a small mind and think that going to jail equates a man having a gay se- or a, 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 a male to male sexual experience. And yeah, that, like that, that, doesn't, that doesn't automatically yeah, mean at that. all. It's so. It's such, it's such a um, immature perspective, and it also works it's against. Stupid, it's stupid as fuck, and it's like at the end of the day, it works against so much shit. Like yeah. it's just unnecessary. And my and that that brings me to my original back to my original point, which is the fact that that's automatically what you go to. That's some shit you need to work out in you. Whatever your issue is with the gay shit. Figure that out, yeah. And because because my first my first thought wouldn't that have been that, <laughs> exactly. and I don't know maybe it's because I don't have saying? no issue with gays or guys like no, guys, I think, girls I think, liking I think, girls. I, I don't, and that's wonderful, and I know that that's what you mean in your heart, <laughs> clearly. But like, <laughs> and not even with that, I know how you are. But like beyond that. This is specific. She literally referenced that as yeah, what like, she it's thinks weird. the problem is. Because I'm like, my first Work thought was out. maybe he went through something. Maybe he's stressed out. Let's, maybe I, like I feel like we keep forgetting <laughs> the fact that the nigga was in jail. He just did a bid. Let's like, start maybe with he's that. stressed the fuck out. Like, 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 like what? So whatever you're going all, through, I work went that to jail out. for my little bit of time and I came home fucked up in the head. I probably would have been drinking and smoking if I did that before. Like, you know, so imagine a person who did that much time. Yeah. You understand? Like, I came home fucked up. Like, I'm still fucked up. Yeah. I'm still fucked and up. And you're so doing I, good, so but how you still fu- fucked up. I know up. for a fact that it's because he went to jail. It has nothing to do with his sexuality. It has nothing, nothing to do with anything like that. It probably He probably had to do things in there that he didn't want to do, and I was affecting him. He probably don't like the situation he's at home with. And he honestly, probably feel less stressed in jail than he honestly, does now. because of you. And honestly, like it, like those relationship. My related, last it, thing would have thought, oh yeah, he must have got raped. And think about that. So you got somebody literally coming off of a traumatic, stressful situation, and you adding in the the bullshit relationship he, shit he that we don't want to deal with. He had to get raised. If you and what? if you feel like that is what happened, if that's your automatic default, then maybe y'all don't need to be together. No At way. All. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not neither. You're not helping each other. And relationships are about building together and helping each other be our best self. So my, I say throw in the tile if that's how you feel. But you need to work out whatever that is inside of you. I feel you, like she been with him for this long. You if you if you been with him for six years, I feel like you just need to you know have and a, they got a little son, a little no. It, she doesn't have a son. It didn't say she had a son. 
No, they don't have a kid. I'm thinking about the first one. You think about the first one. Okay, yeah. well, fuck this. Y'all niggas need to just call it quits. What the <laughs> fuck? Ain't no kids. What the fuck y'all doing? Now, you've been with him for six years. I feel like maybe you should just, you know, talk it out, try to figure out what's wrong with him. Don't bring if that up. you've been through him for six that, years yeah, and you don't know your you, nigga. That means you love him if you've been with a person for six years. But if you've been with him for six years and you don't know him and you feel like this could have been a possibility True, or whatever. Right? Y'all need to just you. you some, should, y'all you not connecting know, on us on a certain level. You should know him like the level. back of your hand. Yeah, and, and like the back six, of his ass. Like by six You should years. know the back of his ass too. You should know his whole body <laughs> to know like what a person will or won't do. And if you have those kind of questions, y'all don't know each other well enough. You know what I'm saying? Then maybe the fact six that years you, was a waste. And the fact that you shaming that, that experience, like saying things like ran your cheeks. Say he did. Let's say he did have a. I'm, I'm thinking somebody must have been in his cheeks. But yeah, been in his cheeks. Let's say he did have an experience where he was sexually violated. Okay, by a man. And you say something like that. What about if he snaps? You 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 you're totally you. diminishing his experience and that trauma and all that shit. It's all like you're you making fun question. of it. Yeah. So 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 y'all, you just have some work to do on you. And with that, we are gonna move on to email three because yeah. now I'm getting mad. You're getting, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on to email three. So email three comes from. You want to pick a fake name? Mm. It's a, it's Is it somebody, a girl? It's a girl, so pick whatever name you want to... Let's use Submit. Brittany. Okay, Brittany. For just Brittany. We'll give her mm-hmm. this email. So it says, Hi, Star. Much love, sis. I love when you were talking about leaving the controlling relationship you were in. Please give your most real advice on how not to let your emotions keep you tied <laughs> to a fucked up situation with these niggas. Oh, Keyword, how not to let your emotions keep you tied to a fucked up situation with these niggas. And having the strength to get to the bag alone and love you first. Keep feeding us how to check these niggas and how to level check ourselves. Okay, so I feel like the first, the, the, the best way to get revenge when it comes to a relationship, even to friendship, mm-hmm. is to shit. Flex. <laughs> like, you feel me? Flex on that nigga. Flex on that bitch. But I feel like what, it took me two years to get over a deep relationship and it took me two years of not being in a relationship not flirting not going on no dates me just finding myself me just loving myself and being able to be comfortable in myself to the point where in a way sometimes i'll be like damn is this a good thing or a bad thing because i really don't need no nigga like you understand i like no nigga and it's like it's powerful but it's scary too because it's like it could be a time when i could be arguing like say my boyfriend said i could be arguing and be like well, fuck you then, cause yeah. you and I wouldn't even try to fight because it's like, why am I fighting? I know I could I could get over this, which is bad and a good thing. You understand? I could be I could be sitting here saying fuck it for the littlest thing because I know I don't need this shit, which sometimes is a bad thing. But I feel like to not let your emotions is you have to find yourself. Like you understand, you have to be comfortable being alone. A lot of people mm-hmm. is not comfortable being alone because we put as females we put so much into a relationship. Yeah. We put so much into a guy that is like they become our everything. They become our world. They become our best friend. Like you understand. So it's like you always have to find other ways to do stuff. Like don't make your relationship your everything. Don't yeah. make this guy your everything. Like don't you understand. Let that don't relationship make relationship define that, you exactly. Like I had to learn that the hard way. I had to learn of being single for two years for crying. You know. Crying myself to sleep for six months like every day i used to be outside till like three in the morning just so when i come in the house i could just knock out because i know that if i came in the house before then and me realizing uh, yes i'm alone this is where he used to sleep you know that shit will drive you crazy and get you so depressed and so sad so it's like i had to just realize like i don't need nobody and it took me it took me a long time it took me two years to find myself 
and not get mad about the situation no more, not be sad about the situation, not be hurt. It's like I really have completely no feelings towards him yeah. or no feelings about him, like yeah, oh, about yeah. the situation. Before I was angry, then I was, no, first I would think I was hurt. I was hurt, then I was angry, then I was sad. And it's like I had to go through all these emotions and get over all these emotions by myself. What about the tricky part where you miss the good times? Like you still are angry about the ways you feel like the betrayal existed and manifested itself and you still I just always miss feel like, like the there's, be other, it'll be other good times. Right. And it'll that's be, important. It'll be, it'll that's be important other to, good to, times. To, that's important to speak over this whole situation. Like there's, people there's have to not, understand. There's, there's not, more there's, good times. There's more to good come. times to come. There's not. That's not going to be the only person. I used to really feel like he's the only person that's going to love me this way. He's the only person that's going to treat me this way. This is the only person that's going to take me here or buy me. The, no, it's not. I'm telling you, ladies, it's not true. I thought that way and niggas, for years. Get him some too. For niggas, yes, yes, niggas. <laughs> Whoever y'all too. the fuck. Whoever's <laughs> listening. I thought that way for so long. And honestly, no. And it's so funny because when I stopped looking for a nigga and when I stopped wanting a nigga is when I found one that's great. Like, you understand? And wow. stuff like that. Like, wow. I, and you know how people say that and it's be like cliche. Like, you yeah, really, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, going to, yeah, trust me. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah. It's going to happen. Wow. When you least expect it, it's going to happen. Like, I really be finding, like, after that relationship, I found good relationships afterwards. Like, yeah. you understand? Like, great relationships afterwards where it was com- nowhere compared to that, the it, it we broke up because I just felt like doing it. Like you yeah, understand, yeah, it was yeah, not yeah. even no cheating situation. It wasn't no hurt situation. It wasn't him putting his hands on me situation. It was no type of situation like that. It was just like me. All right, I'm done. I'm over. I had my fun. Next, like you know, it was shit like that. But I just feel like you have to flex. You have to learn how to get money on your own too. Like you know, don't let a person control your pockets, whether it's a female or a guy. Like. Get your own money in your own way. Like, you understand? Do not connect yourself with nobody to get the bag. Like, I used to make money with him. So now it's like when we wasn't together, it's like, damn, like, that's part of my money. Like, you understand? Like, my pockets could be fucked up now. So that's a situation where I wanted to stay with him at times, too, because it's like if I leave him, you know, am I going to have as much money? Am I? Yeah, Yeah. like, you understand? Like, it's like I'm relying on him. You cannot rely on nobody but yourself. And I'm so glad that I'm at that point where I don't have to rely on not a person. Like, not one person do I have to rely on. And once you reach that way, like, once you reach there, it's nothing that's, nothing could affect you. Like, and nothing really could affect you. that's how you're able to keep your emotions yes. in check because you're in complete control me. of your environment. I'm in complete control of my life. Yeah. I'm in complete control of my feelings. I'm in complete control of my money, yeah. my bills. Anything I want, I could get. You understand? So basically, so you can engage control. with a partner or a romantic interest at will. Like, yes, just for the, I don't have the to nature feel like yes, I don't have to feel like damn, I'm with him because I need him for this, Nothing. or I'm with him because he could bring me this. No, I'm with him because I'm with him. I'm with that, him because I want to be with him. I think when it comes to like relationships, that's literally utopia. That's the highest feeling you can have. Yes, like like. And to know that they're not with you. Like, I had to also, I had a lot of relationships where I was the one being the man. I was the one making sure they're eating, making sure they're clothing. I was the one taking care of them. You feel me? So so it's the best feeling, too, when you also meet a guy who has that same situation. You know, he doesn't have to rely on you. So now y'all both know y'all not with each other because he could do something for you or you could be doing something for him. He's not with you because of this. He's with you because he's with you for you. You understand? Because at the end of the day, he has his own money. He has his own crib he has his own car he don't yep. need to sleep with you yep. like you're seeing he's sleeping with you or at your house because he wants to yeah because he still has his own over there he still can go home tomorrow that's a different kind of love and unfortunately we live in a world where so many of us need help in so many different ways mm-hmm. that you know it's affected like our dating culture 
that yeah, we like a lot of niggas are dating it. bitches just because they got a crib, you yeah. know, and like dealing with bitches that they don't want to deal with because she got a crib, or a, a girl's dealing with a nigga because oh yeah, he could take care of this and he could do this, and it's like damn, even if you don't want to, you dealing with a nigga probably that's disrespecting you, you know, walking all over you, treating you like shit, but because he could do this, this, and this with you, you'll put up with it. So, I'm but so what about glad. you though? Like, like so, so you don't need. You don't have those needs or those sort of intentions in like a relationship or engaging in dating somebody, right? No. So that affects, I guess, the criteria that you measure, the people yeah, that you like, encounter against. So it, what do you use to to determine like a good potential partner? Like what loyalty. makes a person good then? Loyalty. Yeah. It, 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 to see that they're loyal, like for instance, you know, like. I just I just have to see their loyalty. Yeah. It's not even about it means what they, a lot. yeah, it's it, not it it's not what character. yeah, it's not what they could do for me. Like you understand because Who honestly, what, what could you do? Like what could you do for me that I can't do for me? It's just basically even knowing the type of person that they are because I'm seeing that okay, for instance, I've been in relationships where I've met guys who their car is in their ex-girlfriend's name mm-hmm. or in their baby mother's name and stuff like it's like, damn, you can't even get something on your own. So it's mm-hmm. like for me to find a guy and he has everything on his own. He got his crib on his own. He got this on his own. Everything is on his own. He didn't get no help. He's not having he's not relying on somebody for something. He's doing this. That makes me show you that makes me see your ambition. You understand? When I see that a nigga is getting to the bag and I don't have to help him get to the bag, I don't gotta show him how to get to the bag. He He's been getting to the bag before me. It's like, oh yeah, like that makes me attracted to you because I don't, you don't need me. For sure. So now I now I want to insert myself in your life because you don't yeah, need me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not like I'm needed. It's not like I feel like, damn, I'm t- I'm building a bear. You, you feel me? I'm also, building a man. Right. Like I don't want to. Like you understand? Build a bear. Build a man. I don't right. want to build a man. Like, but but you also can then, and I think this is really important, right? You can also then choose and identify the areas where you feel like a motherfucker needs your yeah. influence or your your energy like, the like most. Like, for instance, I feel like this. is If I had a guy, right, and he just had a car, but he didn't have a crib, or he had a crib but didn't have a car, okay, you have a stepping stone. You understand? I don't mind helping you. I don't mind because you have something. But when you're around my age, 28, older, even 25 and older, and you have you still living with your mother. You have no car. You have no crib. You have and no you ain't degree. Doing shit about you it. have no degree. You didn't go to jail, so it's not like you feel me. Your time got taken away. I know people who done did so much time in jail, came home and got shit. Yeah, absolutely. So if you if you really have no excuses to why you don't have at least something, you're just not the nigga for me because I feel like you have no ambition for yourself. You're, you, yours. you're comfortable. You're you're okay with living with your mom. You're okay with, you know, not having a car and relying on Ubers or a bitch that have a car. Because at the end of the day, if I have a car and you don't have a car and we go out on a date and you paid, you didn't, you didn't take me out, bitch. I took you out. I don't give a <laughs> fuck if you paid. I don't give a fuck. I took us out. I I drove. <laughs> I drove. I took us out. You didn't take us out. I don't give a fuck if you paid this bill. I drove, boo boo. Right. I took us. So what you saying is I after feel we like leave a date dinner, is when you take me, nigga. So after we leave dinner and then like I gotta we drive dip, you home. And and I'm like, oh, for you know what? For Thanks instance. for the ride. And also, baby. Okay, listen, I'm gonna give you the best here example. Go your car note for the month. I'm gonna give you the best example. It was some nigga, right? But what you gonna do then, listen, Star? Listen. When they be like, so here go your car note. Thank you, boo boo the fuck what you what you want me to say i deserve it i done drove you around as your motherfucking chauffeur like i still took (laughs) us out i don't give a fuck you did what you supposed to do you paid me like you pay an uber bitch (laughs) like the fuck the uber took you out but i feel like this it was a situation right where some nigga i had i made food for him to eat i Mm. put him in an uber to come to me because he didn't have a car and he ate my pussy right okay so after he ate my pussy he thinking he gonna get some pussy no boo boo i just paid for this 
I right. paid for head. You feel me? I paid for you to come over here and I fed you. I gave you a meal. No boo boo. And I'm paying for your Uber to go back. Why would I give you pussy? No. Like you I just paid. Right, personally, I, mean, I just paid for some ass. Just like how you how niggas pay for ass, I pay for some ass. You know, I'm, I instead get, of paying for dick. You know, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, especially instead of paying for dick, I pay for some head. So go along your way. Like you understand, like you're worthless. It's boss shit, godmother <laughs> you know, shit. Reg- I mean, regular, that's what the fuck it is, no, you know regular what I'm boss moves. <laughs> now I go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to the loo. Yeah. <laughs> I, I paid for your Uber back. You'll get home safe. I'll treat a nigga just like they treat a bitch. Fuck you through it. So, it, so to sum all this up, right, what you're saying then to keep your emotions in check and to make sure that you're always focused on, I guess, things that will benefit you in the bag, which is what this uh, person who wrote in wants to know what you're saying is then is they should focus on bettering themselves always focus on having their shit together so that they focus don't need shitting. anybody yes, for anything focus on shitting. and focus then you can on shit on niggas yes yeah. focus on flexing focus on finding yourself being happy with yourself being happy to be alone because a lot of people be like oh i'm happy with myself you're really not if you have to jump from relationship to relationship and each relationship you keep turning out the same it's not them as you so you gotta sit or back. Or your pussy. No, I'm just yeah, or your pussy. <laughs> sit back, you know, revaluate yourself, get yeah. get your thoughts together, and then I guarantee you the next nigga you choose is gonna be a different type of nigga. Because I went through that. The different oh. the nigga I chose is a different type of nigga because at the end of the day I done sat back, I relaxed, I got my mind right. You feel me? I learned how to be by myself so I don't feel like I need a nigga. I don't jump at every nigga that's trying to talk to me. If anybody I'm very mean. Like, you know, so <laughs> niggas don't even try to talk. Like I'm very I'm very mean and I'm not a um I'm not a fucking friendly person. Like I'm yeah. not a friendly bitch. You feel me? Like I'm I'm friendly to girls, but to niggas I'm not a friendly bitch. So it's like you have to just make sure that you attract the same thing. Yeah. You don't want no friendly ass nigga unless you a friendly bitch. Then right. it's like it work y'all work out together, you know? Like, <laughs> y'all both can y'all be both, like, Hi. Y'all both friendly. Like, <laughs> so I did, I think that she just needs to find herself and mm-hmm. learn how to be single. Mm. Learn, and comfortable being yeah, single. Like yeah. just be okay with being single. So I guess that was dope. Like, I guess they did ask Star Brim this week at Gmail, and they <laughs> got them Gmail. fucking answers. <laughs> so every week they can look forward to asking you questions and getting your POV, you know yes. what I'm saying, your point of view they on shit. They could definitely get my point of view of how I feel about different things. At AskStarBrim, AskStarBrim at gmail.com. Yes. That's where to send that shit. That's now the, I know you had a little something else yes, that you wanted like, to add, right? Okay, so every week I want to do like a little motivation closing and Check I was, you out. Yes, I was speaking okay. to Okay, so I was speaking to my What made me get this idea is my mom. I was speaking to wow. my mom, okay. right? And I was nervous because my mom was listening to the podcast. And okay. I don't want to ever my mom to feel like I don't love her. She didn't do good as a parent or Absolutely. any mistakes that she's done. You understand? Absolutely. So I was scared for her to listen to the podcast because I never, like, asked permission could I speak about what I went through when I was younger. But she actually loved it. So furthermore, like, going into debt, my mom said she went to... um. She went to church, and I like that she goes to church out mm-hmm. there because, you know, it makes her, like, more calm mm-hmm. and comfortable mm-hmm. and stuff. And she said that the, the pastor was basically saying, like, um, people shouldn't look for happiness. People should look for, like, they should they should want to be joyful mm. because joy comes from within. Happiness comes from an object. Wow. And it's like, damn, I wanted to find the sermon so she could, so, like, I could better understand it. But, like, you could basically get it. Like, you understand, in order for you to be happy, it has to come from somewhere. It has to be like, oh, he bought me this because I'm happy, or I went here because I'm happy, or this because I'm happy. It comes from an object. Happiness is like a happy. I think comes from a word in from Malaysia. Mm-hmm, she was saying, mm-hmm. and it comes from an object. Like you mm-hmm. know, like s- something has to make you happy. As opposed to a someone state of mind has or to make you happy. So I feel like instead of everybody looking to be happy, 
just want to be joyful. Like, think about joy. I want I want to have joy in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have happiness in my life. Like, mm-hmm. you understand? Because happiness has to come from something. I have to receive something. I have to go through something. I have to experience something for me to be happy. Like, I just want to be joyful. You can because decide to be joyful. Yes, because it's from you. Yeah. Only you could give you joy. And like, you, you understand? Like, yeah. you control your joy. Somebody else can control your happiness. Any type of situation can control your happiness. So I feel like, you know, everybody be like, oh, I want to be happy. No, just find joy. So that's like my closing motivation that I feel like, you know, everybody should look for this Word. week is like, you know, just just find some joy. Closing on a joyful note this week. Yes. Yeah, so everybody. And not that bitch from around the way, joy. <laughs> no. The emotion. No, the joy. emotion, joy. joy. Yeah, the like, feeling. you know, like, yeah. like, I don't know how to explain <laughs> it so well. So I hope that y'all get what I'm trying to say about, yeah. you know, that the difference it's just between finding being a happy positive place no matter what joy. your circumstances are. Exactly. Making a choice to be in a positive space. Yes. Like, be yeah. be joyful. Don't, don't look for happiness because at the end of the day, happiness or happy comes from an object or a person or something it comes from something you know what you can see that joy on people too just like you can see the absence of joy you ever seen a motherfucker Mm -hmm. look like somebody put a vacuum cleaner on their (laughs) asshole and just suck the life out of them them. so being joyful is important and you you definitely look joyful these days yes like i you know you have to be joyful don't look for happiness but i do want to thank everybody for tuning in Mm -hmm. catch me and dustin next week you know every wednesday keeping it beautiful nine uh, not nine sorry 8 a.m. Keeping Early it beautiful. Yes, yeah. keeping it beautiful. Subscribe, rate, comment. Yeah. Make sure to tune in. Make sure to axstarbrim at gmail.com with all your questions and advice that you will want from me. You know, just thank you, everybody, for, you know, joining me and joining Dustin once again at Keeping Word. It Butte. Keeping it beautiful, niggas. I put it on mute. Understand that. <laughs> Shout out to the dusty bitches, you know, bald headed bitches and the crusty, crusty lip, lip and the crusty lip holes. And I mean every lip on your body, not just the ones on your face. Go ahead. <laughs> Dry <laughs> pussy lips. <laughs> Yo, keep it beautiful, my niggas. We'll see y'all next time.